A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Kirk Waltz. And the rookie. Are you giggling get, already? Get the wrenches. Captain Leon Leon's and, fighting with the chair. Oh, the and losing. So, so Chris like, here we go. And what? Leon's what? trying to get his legs on the table. All of a sudden, the whole table lifts up. I'm like, what the hell are you doing over there? That's a great one. Kirk's already losing it. God bless. I got a blowout oh, on my chair over here, okay? It doesn't yeah. move. <laughs> I, I think the blowout ain't in your chair. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, gosh, my goodness. There's supposed to be five wheels on a chair, and there's three. So I'm over here doing <laughs> circles. <laughs> Trying to move the mouse over here to get the tide report, and the whole yeah, mouse lifts up off the table. I, I, I know. Like, what? I, I, I did the same thing. I'm like, all of a sudden, my computer, the whole thing just went, wham. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> you two look at me in surprise. Yeah. yeah. Seriously? Yeah, that's Seriously. true. You're surprised it's, with it's me. It's Leon, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Uh-huh. You live with me. Good morning, Captain Kurt. Give him a glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a glass nah, of water. No, don't. He's going to spill it. Green, green tea. Get, yeah. mm-hmm. get him I off the my caffeine. green tea this morning. Get him off the caffeine green can, tea. Can we put it in a sippy cup so you don't spill it everywhere? <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah that's not. That Golly. truly isn't. That's, 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 it, that's might be one of the, like, the best things about the Yetis. You know, the, the ones that, yeah. that, that, that have that little slide. Yeah, on them, that, and and that way when you kick, yeah, yeah, when you kick it over every now and then, you're like, oh crap, and you're like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. I got my yeti, yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah I, I have I have my official old school kingfish I, I, shootout I, uh, yeti I have right the, here. I have that same yeti, and I have officially switched over to that because it has almost a grip to it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. That is such a cool yeti. The part, what I like about that slide top is yeah. is when you're going down the river. Yeah, that's right. The vacuum from inside the cockpit. If you didn't have that, it would suck a little water, you know, a little your yep. drink out. Right, and then you, oh. then you're sticky. Well, no, the the, the best part is on your uh, your riding lawnmower. Oh, that God. cup holder. Yeah, you know, you could just 
flip that lid closed and and, and when you're you know you're no grass shavings no that's exactly right no, no grass dirt. shavings and no, no dirt. dust yeah maybe on top of the lid but that's all right you just yeah. a little little, yeah. little grind that's little minerals it's all it's all good it's all good dirt don't hurt no dirt don't hurt you Rub know, some dirt on it yeah you know what kids are supposed to play in the dirt all right? supposed to eat dirt yeah, supposed to eat that's dirt. right, that's right. Yeah, it's i'm gonna right. go out and eat some dirt it's, right it's, now it's okay <laughs> Oh, I can't. How many well, times you hear that? There you go, folks. Have you had a good you're week, Captain Kurt? If you're going down the road, that's our tip of the week. Yeah, you're, right. eat, eat dirt. dirt. Eat dirt. You're that's listening to your radio. Tip. You're going. Who are these weirdos yes. talking about eating dirt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's been a good week for me. I mean, it's uh, it's obviously for everybody. It's been up and down. The weather's been cold, then rainy, mm-hmm. like crazy. Uh-huh. I mean, another frog strangler, Jeez. and it poured at the beach for yeah. hours. I mean, hours. Yeah, you guys got it worse than we did. We got some. Don't get me wrong. There was yeah. a little tiny bit of water in my ditch, but uh, nothing. Uh, you, you guys got it worse than we did. And it's, uh, I mean, looking at the forecast, and we're, we'll do that right now, brought to you by the Bearded Pig, best barbecue in Jacksonville, two locations, one right there by your house, Captain Oh, Kirk. yeah, we had lunch in there this week, and it was very good. Very cool. Uh, today, east winds 10 knots, 2 to 3, which sounds beautiful. Uh, dominant period of 7 seconds. Tonight, southeast uh, 5 to 10, becoming west after midnight 2 to 3. Sunday, northwest winds 10 to 15, becoming east in the afternoon. Sunday night, 5 to 10 out of the southeast, becoming east 5 knots after midnight. Monday looks beautiful. East winds 5 to 10, Mm, becoming southeast 15 in the afternoon. So that's just, it's a pretty tough sea breeze. And then Tuesday, south winds 15 to 20. Tuesday mm. night, south winds 15 to 20. Wednesday, rain. southwest 15 to 20. Yeah. Here yeah. Comes so rain. Tuesday, rain. Tuesday and Wednesday look awful. Yeah. Uh, Angie Subs, best subs in Jacksonville, is bringing Absolutely. the tide to us. If you have not had an Angie Sub, you need to go over there on the end of Kenman <laughs> at Beach Boulevard. Yeah, take one with your turkey vest. Yeah. Throw it in there in the corner and, you know, tell them to <laughs> put the lettuce tomato sub. on the side. That's right. Have yourself a turkey sub. Have a loggerman. Have a loggerman. Have, right. have a line cutter. Line cutter. Have a uh, line cutter. Mm-hmm. High tide this morning at 9.42 a.m., a low tide this afternoon at 3.51. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be real extreme. I think it's a 5.5. So my guess is with the way the wind is this morning, I got up this morning, no wind at the beach. It should be pretty. Yeah, it was beautiful. The too. one thing you're fighting with right now is the water is just dirty. No, you don't say. It's just Ugh. dirty. All the frog strangler rain that we had this week. Isn't this supposed to be our dry season? I don't know. It's been it's been crazy weather. Yeah, it's I been mean, really crazy be- because a lot of times this this time of year was it the Okie Fidokis on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they, and they can't get to it. They never do. They let it burn. Just let it go, baby. Yeah, and and uh, you know we always worry, man. May, April, and May, like. God, it's so dry. And it ain't dry, bro. No. It is It is wet as hell. The bite of the fish seems to be at the bottom of the tide now, where the last two hours of the fall seem to be the best optimum tide to what time to wet your bait. You know, fished a couple of days this week, and it was tough. I mm-hmm. mean, we ran offshore one day, and even fishing offshore, you know, it was a little bumpy out there and trying to catch some sheephead close on some near yeah. shore stuff. And they just, you know, they would bite the head out of the crab or just bite the corner of a crab. They they weren't taking the bait real good. Hmm. Um, That's weird. It is really strange. Um, there have been some black drums still around, so they're still catching a handful of those mm-hmm. big old monsters. And I caught pogies this week. I caught them yesterday. 
Um, Under the bridge, and they were nice ones. Under yeah. the Palm Valley Bridge? Yes. Wow, nice. And the funny thing, I had a really funny, uh, you know, I've kind of had a wounded wing for a couple of weeks here. So, mm-hmm. you know, to add insult to injury, I get in the boat the other day, and, and we're fishing the rocks over there. And we break one rod. That's my fault. Jeez. You know, we get caught in the rocks, and I'm whipping it, trying to get it loose. Yep. And, uh-huh. you know, when you do that, sometimes stuff happens, and, and the rod snapped. And one of the other guys got the braid wrapped around the tip and snapped the tip off that rod. Oh, I'm on like, the same oh, day? Yeah, I'm like, okay, we're batting a 1,000, you know what I'm? I've gotten to the point now where I just don't let that stuff upset me anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know yep. what? Yep. Out of your control. It, it is what it is right now. We'll right. talk about it later. Yep. You know, I don't want to talk about it right now. Let's, just, <laughs> yep. let's go to work. That's right. You know, and it, 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 we run offshore. We get out there, and we're fishing, and we missed four or five good Good sheephead in a row. I mean, where you hang them real good and you get the double bobs and you're going, oh, oh there he is. Yep. 55 feet of water, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And we lose them. And we finally catch one. One of the guys gets seasick. And I'm oh. Like, we're done. What a good day. I know. So, we're, so I'm thinking, yeah, we're batting a 1,000 here. So yeah. we run down the beach, come up on Fort George, pokies everywhere. I'm nice. like, look at that. So in, And you're like, yeah, I don't need them, but I'm going to catch them. Well, I'm thinking the Reds are going to eat them. Yeah, I know. You know, if I yeah. get that flash in there and that little bit of dirty water, Throw might, the candy that might be there. a – Yeah, you know, that's what I'm thinking, Leon. So I reach down there in my haste, and I still got the wounded wing going on, so mm-hmm. I'm trying not to get that hand wet. And um, I grab the bucket that I keep under the deck. Well, the net, brand-new net that I bought at the end of last season gets caught in the – the coupler that closes the lid yep. and rips a three-foot hole in it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> and the guys are over there. My buddy Alan, he's looking at me he's going, bad day, huh? And I'm bad like, day. I'm like, unbelievable. Did they all go to the corner of the boat, just to one corner? <laughs> <at> that <laughs> No, point? we all kind of chuckled about it. And I'm like, what the what? You know, so I pick it up and I'm going, I pull it up and, you know, it's a nine-foot high tider. Yeah. It's got a gaping hole in it. And I'm going, well, Looks like you know what? We're going to throw it anyway, uh-huh. you know? So we pull up on the pogey pod, and they're just popping everywhere. You know, the little perfect yeah. three, four inches. Throw the net, do a perfect pancake first cast. It's kind of proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help a whole hell of a lot, but it looked pretty hit in the water. Yeah. And they're going, God, that's a good cast, good cast. Okay. And I'm like, all right, start pulling. So they start pulling because I was having a little yeah. you know, wing moment. And six pogies. Oh no! They oh, all yeah. went, uh, oh they spill out of the side. Oh, uh, it's like just big, poured right out. Oh, you can say I'm watching them come up and yeah. just going. Bit, 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 bit. Yeah. So I catch six. I'm going. Well, we got six. Hey, mm-hmm. before we had none. That's right. Know. But uh, it was a tough bite that day. We didn't. You know, we caught some fish, but we didn't catch a lot. You know, we took the uh, pogies up in the river mm-hmm. and did some float fishing, and the redfish up in the river. They did like them. Um, caught some, some, uh, caught six, <laughs> caught, caught some reds, you know, which was cool. Mm-hmm. I had one twenty six inch, but, uh, it was nice to be able to see that bait. So it just knows that, you know, yeah. the season's coming. Yeah. I, I, Leon and I talked about it hell a couple of weeks ago when I, I just, I had Travis and Doug with me and I mean, I just made the turn just to make the turn just to see, you know, and, right. and, and for him, I came up to the lighthouse, there's pelicans diving everywhere and sweet, you know, and, and, um, they, it was still pretty cold at that time. You know how they get. They're, oh, yeah. They're, they're frisky, mm-hmm. and they don't ball up real good, but I just happened to find that right one, and and I was like, I floated it. I was like, wow. Sweet. Uh, you know, so 
That was like I said. That was what, two weeks ago, Leo. Yes, because yep. because you were going to mm-hmm. try to make the turn, and it got so foggy. Yep. That that it, it it was that day that oh my god it sucked in and it it got that sea fog not mm-hmm. not land fog sea right. fog yeah but I just hope that they don't do what they've done the last couple of years and just keep going north they were moving yeah. the other day I yeah. will tell you they were definitely moving north yeah um I heard that some of the guys the following day went out and went south and didn't see any uh, yeah and then I talked to Brett Cannon this week. And uh, Brett, Brett, by the way, has opened the new Atlantic Coast Marine shop. So, Beautiful. folks, if you haven't seen it yet, need to go buy their own. You mean where, where the old one was? Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, they tore the old one down and okay. rebuilt a new uh, new building. Wow. So Dude, they got, I mean, they flattened it. Beautiful. Paved it. Looks nice. It's gorgeous. Well, I'll be dead good. So That's if you awesome. haven't been by yet, folks, go by Atlantic Coast Marine and visit them. Looks beautiful. But mm. um, Brett said that they ran to Matanzas and then ran to Ponce and kept going. And I said, you see any pogies? Yeah. Nope. I said none. He goes none. I'm like wow. I mean, but he was looking for rays. He was. So I would imagine he probably stayed out in that thirty to. 40 yeah, but foot. you always scoot in and look around. Yeah, you do. I know Brett's a great fisherman. Yeah, so no, yeah. I'm and, sure and, he was and zigzagging. The, and if the pelicans are in there diving or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, I fished another day with Steve and Mullen and Brad Smith on Steve's boat, and we ran offshore. I guess we left about ten thirty in the morning. And, you know, picked a late day, and we ran deep. So we went, you know, east 14-15. Right. Towards BR in that area. We had some numbers. Steve had some numbers in there. And, man, the fish were freaking on fire. I mean, those fish in, in 90 feet of water were on fire. What fish? Triggers. Okay. Uh, we're catching bees. Um, snapper. Had a couple other fish on there that yanked our string pretty hard that uh-huh. we couldn't get up off the bottom. It was active. We fished for three hours, and it was nonstop for three hours. No kidding. Um, Made a choice. Uh, caught uh, using just uh, cuttlefish. Okay. Okay. Just, just using cuttlefish. Just yeah. little chunks du- of cuttlefish. Double rigs? Uh, we didn't use chicken rigs. We right. just used a, a basically a Carolina rig. Okay. Two okay. ounce, three ounce, kind of letting it drift out a little bit, trying to get those beeliners to come up off the bottom. Did you get some keepers? We got uh, some keepers, had some nice triggers, uh, nice. caught a couple of nice lane snapper, which uh-huh. is something you don't see a whole lot. Pretty ones. Those mm-hmm. are beautiful. They fish, are beautiful man. fish. You know? So, had enough to make a little fish fry that night, which was good. But, uh, it, it, you know, a lot of the guys today, I've, I've got in Texas this morning already, they're running deep going for the Elton Bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, Tim Carney and uh, Well, East Winds at 10 knots. I mean. Chris Rooney are going to go to the Elton Bottom the, the, today. The, the one thing. About that forecast, it is once you get out there, you're coming back with it. The only problem is, is that I mean they're calling for 90 percent chance of rain and thunderstorms, which is I mean I, I looked at the radar, I don't I don't see anything at all. Yeah, I looked at the uh, I looked at the it, Jacks it, forecast it, it, just a minute ago. It sure looks ugly. I mean that's a long way to go when that with that forecast for me. I'm like you. I'm a little. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more cautious. Yeah. I'm looking at the uh, Jacks Beach, and they're saying by two o'clock, thirty percent. Three o'clock, fifty. Okay, so so not till two or three o'clock. Yeah, though. four o'clock, fifty percent. Now by five, six o'clock, seventy percent chance okay. of rain. So late this afternoon, looks like the rain's going to come in. Good, because I got a bunch of stuff on a trailer I'm pulling up to Georgia, and I really don't want it to get wet. Uh, yep. So I'm going to have to leave early. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I know Kyle's up in Fargo, and I, I was telling him good luck this morning. And then I looked at that, and I was like, darn, I'm going to run up there and just. Hang out with him for a little while. Yeah, you gonna you gonna hunt in the morning? 
I uh, know I've got to work tomorrow, so I'm not gonna hunt. I'm not gonna turkey hunt till Tuesday, Wednesday next week. I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday. And Tuesday, Wednesday supposed to be awful. Yeah, I know. Terrible. It is. Yeah, I mean, I, eighty percent chance. I'm gonna try to get try to. I, I'm definitely gonna get Sunday and Monday morning in, but I don't know about Tuesday. I mean, I took I took Monday and Tuesday off to to turkey hunt. I mean, it's you know, hell, we we've lost two weeks. I know. It's so weird. I mean, everybody's killing birds, and you're you can't even hunt yet. I know. I <laughs> yeah, took, yeah, I took I mean, those seriously. two days to turkey hunt, and as as I'm uh, looking uh, at it now, it's eighty percent chance of rain on Tuesday. Yeah, sixty on Wednesday, and sixty on Thursday. Yeehaw! <laughs> Yippee! Get you some of that. Get you some. <laughs> get you some. Come on. Go ahead, Leo. Hey, before we get too far past the pogies conversation, yep. right? For what it's worth, I was out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Made it down to your back neck of the woods, Kevin, mm-hmm. and uh, out there. At about 11 o'clock, looking out from the end of the jetties, right on, just almost out of eyesight, I saw pelicans diving. Hmm. I did see them out there. Okay. Right I, I, that does, does, doesn't surprise me. 641-1010, if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show with Captain Kirk Waltz. Captain Leon Day, and I'm Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. Like Captain Kirk has like this awesome tractor. <laughs> wow, and you laugh at him right yeah, when you're saying how, it. How old is that tractor? I bought that thing used. It's got to be fifteen. Oh, at least fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you just need to go coastal equipment and um, sign up for a free one. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's 0% <laughs> down, you know. I mean, you can do 48 months, And that's the months. same as free. Yeah, exactly. It's just a... Well, I'm lucky because you know? one of our guys, God bless him, Chip Olmstead, went over there and did just that and bought the real nice Kubota with the bucket on the front. Oh, there you four go. four-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. So oh. We, we're downtown, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you go to coastalequipmentsystem.com, go in there and get, look at that and... Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, they've got a lot of a lot of deals going on, and uh, gets yeah. you do you like chip gravy, uh, gra- gravely, gravely, <laughs> gravy, gravy, groovy, gravely zero turn mower, which I have, which is awesome. Without the gravy, without the gravy, yeah. With my with my Yeti with a cup on the top of it. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> We're just starting out with a bang here. Yeah, no, Noel's calling in. Well, maybe he'll straighten us out. Yeah, maybe you think so? I don't think so. What do you know? No, I just got to jump on the pile a little bit. You guys. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't about the tractor. It was about eating dirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So, you know, you guys taught me that, you know, when I catch something unusual, there are no fences and there are no gates. That's right. That's right. True. Jimmy Triage. So one of the first, I always take a whiting with me, hook it on the big rig, throw it out in the trough. It's either going to be a shark or tarpon or a huge ray. Yeah. So always set the set the drag at about three pounds, right? And yep. Leon, you can attest. My sand spikes don't come out of the ground. No. You'll bend them uh, before they come out. Exactly. So I tell I tell my customer, don't don't go mess with that rod unless it's doubled over and the drag's ripping. So sure enough, a, a little bluefish hits it, gives it a pretty good jerk. He rushes down there and he picks it up. Well, I don't know that he's tightened the drag also. Oh. He, he has tightened the drag all the way down. 
and he puts it back in the sand spike. I said, that's oh, just God, a little no. bluefish. You ain't got to worry about that. Now, it's only a brand-new rod and reel, first time out of the box. Uh, so <laughs> about 15 minutes later, it doubles over. I said, okay, go now. And he, oh, my gosh, and he runs down there. Well, the aluminum starts to bend, and this is on that uh, that fluffy red sand down on Flagler Beach uh-huh. yep. where, the, where the beach is really steep. And sure enough, before I can get there, he gets there. It comes, the rod holder and everything comes out. And it is headed, headed, it is headed east. <laughs> looks so, like a torpedo going through the water. <laughs> it oh, like it looks a like, like, a, like a like a water ski. <laughs> so you know, you know me. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean three. to laugh. That's okay. You know, it was, the rod holder was about twenty yards away. So this all goes back to eating dirt. So I'm six three. I'm sixty three years old. I am not meant to sprint in soft sand. But oh, you I did. Agree. You did. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm seeing $550 headed out into the ocean. You're so I'm at, a full, I'm at a full sprint at a 45 degree down this steep, red, fluffy beach. I hit a little hump, and oh. I did a flip in midair. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I did a, a total flip, oh ended up gosh. face down in that red coquina sand. Oh, man. <laughs> did you get hurt, man? You all right? You didn't turn. Uh, it only took six trips to the chiropractor to straighten my ass back out. Oh, no. Oh, well, what about the, the rod good, and reel? Oh, that's gone. The good news is my customer kept, he sprinted past me into the water and <laughs> saved the rod and reel. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. But that's, that's eating dirt in a big that is eating, yep, There's no question. Now, wait a minute. What was on the other end of the rod and reel? That's what I want to know. Uh, a six foot, about 110 pound black tip. Oh, yep. nice. Go figure. Yeah, and I, when I got that, when I and got a hold of the rod, it was like pulling him out. And I finally got up and spit the coquina out, and then we got the drag loosened. And you awesome. know, that's the one thing about coquina. Yeah, when you face plant, yeah. you've got all that sunscreen on; it's all in your face. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's all stuck in your face. Yeah. It ain't coming right yeah, out. Yeah, they made rocks out of that. Stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like that garment. I look like an idiot. That's that's a great story. Now, now, Noel, I got one question. I hope yeah. that at some point you looked up and you shook your head and go, I don't know how this happened. I had that drag set. And then did he come to did he come clean with you? Like we, I kind of tightened it a, down. Yeah, we had to come to Jesus meeting. Good. Yeah. That's, that's what I wanted I, to hear. If that happens again, you buy the rod and reel. That's right. You know, I don't yeah. mind shipping it back the pen and spending thirty bucks to get it rebuilt, but we we're not losing rods and reels. Yeah. I'm not in the donation yeah. game. Right. Yeah, so, that's, yeah, that's my that's my eating dirt story. That's that's no. Thank you and, and good luck on your charter today. Hey, set the drag light. Yeah, exactly. Set the drag, drag light. Don't yeah. touch the reels. <laughs> Don't touch the drag. Don't touch the drag. How many times have I they, said that? Oh my they, god, you said that to me? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So 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 my my um drag story, surf fishing story. Years ago, I've told this story before, but. The mullet run out of Matanzas, which sure. if, if you've never been there and watched it, it's it's epic, it's epic. amazing. And 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 the red that that redfish run through there at that time of year. Anyway, we were in a little boat on the east side of the bridge, anchored up and catching the hell out of the reds. Mm-hmm. And the beach was lined up with fishermen, fishermen, surf fishermen. And, and there was a and this is how close you know you're. It's a it's a very small. Oh, it's a little very small like inlet. Okay, so people can reach you. With a weight very easily. So you just all have to be cordial. Everything was great. You know, everybody was catching fish. Right. And it was a guy had his pickup truck back down 
to the water. He had two rods out, big, you know, 13-foot surf rods. surf rods, and he was drinking a tall Budweiser. I could, and he was a little overweight guy. King of beer, yeah, tall boy. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I watched him, and, and, and for some reason I just happened to turn over, and I just see one of his rods just, like, rocket launch. Just like, <laughs> We have liftoff. Uh, yeah, because he had it set. He had, at an angle? Yeah, at, at an angle. <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's... It's 10 yards, and by the way, Matanzas, there's no beach. It drops off. Right. Okay, so it, once once it went out, it's gone, it's gone and and literally, I, all of a sudden, I see about a 100-pound tarpon jumping, oh, and I see the rod behind it, just, and, and he never moved. <laughs> <laughs> he just... He just took a sip of his beer, you know. <laughs> well, <Yep>. gone. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I guess. Look at uh, that. <laughs> Look at there. Yeah, never. I, oh, I was laughing so Never getting, moved never off that tailgate. Never moved off the tailgate. Nope. <laughs> nope. Never moved. That sounds like something just, Sam Elliott. Just, <sighs> just, just kind of turned to the other rod, like, okay, I well, guess. Well, it's I'll... just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Always, oh. you know, you always think about different people that do things like that. And you can remember some movie that maybe Sam Elliott was in that was a cowboy that something happened. And yeah. he was one of those guys that just wouldn't flinch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just, you know, mm-hmm. oh, well, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? There she goes. If I may, I have one very similar story. Yes. I, I love to tell. It's God, strike me dead if I'm lying. I was probably 10, 12 years old, old enough to ride my Schwinn Sting mm-hmm. bicycle. And I would ride my bicycle with Charles Hall, my best friend, down to the Cessary Bridge, uh, down there off of Cessary Road uh, in, uh, in Pottsburg Creek. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had saved up all my uh, lawn money to purchase a really nice uh, seven six flipping stick with an Abu Garcia uh, fifty five hundred. Fifty five hundred, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was my first purchase too. Love so, that reel. Yeah. And I learned how Charlie and his dad taught me how to slip cork fish mm-hmm. that bridge. And we, I'd catch trout there. Well, one day uh, we were fishing and we were slip cork fishing and we had our rods all laid out there uh, on the bridge. Everything's going just fine. And, you know, traffic would get stopped in the track. Line, so people just watch us fish mm-hmm. as we're sitting there. And I'm sitting there talking to Charlie and it's all nice and quiet. All of a sudden, this bass boat, Ranger bass boat, comes flying no. out from underneath the bridge at what looked like at the age of 10. Mach five, yeah, hit my float rig. That rod launched off the bridge oh, no. like a missile, <laughs> and we watched that thing skip behind that boat three times, and then nothing. And I sat there and just cried. Oh, absolutely! I cried. Oh, sure you did. And Charlie's like, "It's okay, man. It's not your fault. These things happen." And twenty minutes later, lo and behold, it bobbed up. The float was still attached, and a little boat came by, and I said, sir, could you check that float, please? And he pulls it up, and there's my rod still attached no to that No way. Line. And we got my rod and reel back. That's a miracle. That is. The, what's the odds? But for a 10- to 12-year-old kid yeah. to watch his prized yes. possession launch off a bridge and go flying behind a boat like something out of Caddyshack, <laughs> it was unbelievable to my eyes. And it's nothing gonna, like it's you know it's it, if you fish long enough it's going to happen. Oh yes, I don't care who you are if you do it long oh, enough. Yeah. You know, and as a charter boat captain, as much as we fish, 
it's happened numerous times yeah. to me where it's just like you got to be kidding. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had a just real quick, and then we take a break. But I had a guy, um, circle hook, lose about a hundred pound tarp, and it jumped, and it, when it jumped, it jerked, and it jerked that rod right out of his hand. I mean, like, boom, like gone. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and you know, the the, the tarpon's out there. I'm going to say fifty yards. And I'm looking at him, and he literally, he's like, how much that could just cost me? And, you know, we talked about it. We kind of laughed about it. And he goes, I'll pay you, you know, seriously at the end of the charter. I am so sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, his friend, about five minutes later, hooks a tarpon. And the the first jump of the tarpon. It's I, violent. I see. Fishing the, line. I see the rod tip come up. Oh, wow. So. The, the the fish that's on is in between the rod and the other fish that was on. So he's lift. Oh no! So, yeah, way. So when he jumped, and he lo- lifted the line. He lifted the line, and the rod tip came up, and I'm like, "Holy crap! There's the there's oh, the, the rod that we lost." And 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 he's still got the fish on. Okay, the the second fish, he's he, over there. Grab the the and, and pull it up because the drag is set right. Uh huh. And. Sure enough, get the rod in there. That fish is still on. No Yeah, the way. first tarpon is still on because it's a circle hook. It's not going to. It's there. Yeah, it's there. And catch both of those fish. And I, this isn't like like a minute later. This is five, ten minutes later moving down with the with the bait pod. <laughs> yeah, got that rod back. It was ruined. We did catch the fish. But it was it been drug on the bottom and sand in it. But it, it was it, it worked well enough to catch that fish. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, that is wild. Absolutely. 641-1010-641-1010 if you want to give us a call right there on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. So just out of curiosity, I went to uh, tireoutlet.com. Just to see it. It's very cool. A 10% off labor for nurses, doctors, first responders, and military. Very cool. Um, $100 off right now of tire wheel package. $399 for a leveling kit. That's a that's a great price. And uh, free tire rotation right now. So if you, like me, right now, I need to get my oil changed. You go in there, get a free tire rotation, and talk to our good buddy Danny. And uh, uh, Leon, you don't know Danny at all, do you? <laughs> They're like best buds, aren't they? Yeah. I know Danny yeah, they, so well, uh-huh. and his two compadres, which I've affectionately named Diesel and Dynamite, because when you get them together, Chris and uh-huh. uh, I think it's um, Greg's the other guy. Oh my lord, those two are the greatest compadres, and it's a great working crew over there for sure. It is well, all I know machine. is Danny's mom cooked some of the best pork ribs I ever stuck in my mouth. Those, really? They were unbelievable. They were outstanding. Yes, they were. I mean, when did we get this? Why did we? We get did this a Christmas? remote up oh. in Fernandina. Up in was it Fernandina? No, Yuli. Was it Yuli? Yuli. Yuli. That's, that's right. Yuli. Right. Yep, that's right. And as we were leaving, Danny ran over and said, "Hey, I got you guys a little box lunch to go." Yes. And I remember I took it and put it in the truck, and I was riding home. And I was going, you know, I'm really hungry. And I opened it up, and I took one bite, and I was like, holy yeah, cow, I, these are good. And, and I was headed to Georgia, and, you know, it takes a little while to get there. And Carrie's like, well, you know what? Let's, let's just see how these taste. She's like, oh, my God. They were delicious. These, yeah, they were delicious. She I'm does feeling left different. out. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. Different. I've known Danny longer than y'all, and I have never had those ribs <laughs> yet. She's got a food truck, and I oh forgot my. what he told me. She boils them in I, I, apple I don't know, cider they, vinegar or something. I forgot about that. They were, whew, they were outstanding. Yeah. Huh. All right, let's go talk to Jimmy. He's got a lost rod real story. Morning, Jimmy. Hey, guys. 
Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. Uh, I uh, my first like Leon, we used bicycles to get to that spot to fish, and my first real, other than a Zebco two hundred two or a Zebco thirty three that I actually had money and bought myself was a also a fifty five hundred. Huh. That's cool. And I had it on a loose speed stick with that little pistol grip. Yeah. Butt on it. Yeah. And uh, so we fished a little swing bridge. They had a uh, a plank you could walk out to get under the bridge you weren't supposed to. Sure, and uh, we catch a flounder underneath that bridge a lot. And big flounder, I guess, hit that rod, and I didn't have it tight. It flopped right out of my hand. Oh god! Oh, Lord. and it was it was gone. It, I had it a little while. It wasn't brand new, but about a week later, we were back down there fishing, and I was back on the Zebco. 202 or 33 and i hooked that rod again and i reeled it in and i got it and it had a a small flounder on it when i caught it (laughs) (laughs) no kidding it still had a flounder on it yeah and uh that's funny but that was a uh that was a great time bicycles and there was never an ice chest it was stringers it was poly stringers with the eye on the end of it and a spike yeah i, I you know and, I, I, it's it's so funny jimmy because hell a lot of people that live here now don't understand what it used to be like here you know i mean i'm not saying like we're, we're like crazy old or anything but i mean no i, 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 I mean yeah i mean I used, to, I used to get on my bike in in, in ponte Vedra and get on a1a at five o'clock in the morning with my fifty five hundred mm-hmm. strap, you know, <laughs> uh, seriously on you know to, to to the front of the bike, and I would pedal down to Sawgrass, mm-hmm. all the way to Sawgrass, right. and, and I I became friends with with the um, security guards. They knew who I was. Right. You mm-hmm. know, they let me in, and I and I, I would sure. I, I would fish until the golfers got on the golf course, uh, and, and you know, and, and, that's a happy. And, that's a win-win. Yeah, it was a win-win, and and the thing was is I'd get back on my bike, get back on A one A, and no cars. No, there was no cars. Yeah. I, I I would I, as a matter of fact, if somebody came by me, I would wave to them because they were either related to me or a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, and most of the time, if they had a pickup truck, they'd pull off the side of the road, and go hey, hey, throw the throw the bike, throw the in, bike the in the back of the truck, yeah, yeah. take you home, yeah, yeah. Take, yeah, take you home. You know, it's it's a uh, same I, time, and and you know what the. Uh, where I was doing this was over on the Gulf Coast. I didn't get to Jack's till 86. But same thing. You would, what's now a traffic jam in progress all the time at 50 to 60 miles an hour, Yep. was occasionally, you could hear a truck coming down the road. That's right. Oh, yeah. were the tires, and then it would finally come hey, back. That's <laughs> right. I started working at Sawgrass in like 81. Mm-hmm. And we would get sometime for lunch. We'd get in this guy's. He had a sports car, and he goes, "Let's go rip down A one A." Oh yeah. And yeah. we would r- run all the way down to the to the beach access at at the at gate Michaels. station at Michaelers uh-huh. and haul butt going, you know. And it was not yeah. unusual to see an alligator crossing the road. Absolutely, you know, going from the oh, lake, going yeah. to the ocean. Yeah, totally believe that. And oh, never see a car. Yeah, never see a car. Yeah. All right, guys. All right, buddy. Appreciate, appreciate it. Always good talking. To you. Yeah, yeah. Later. Uh, I think it's 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 funny that, that you brought that up. Why is it that we all bought fifty five hundreds? I mean, you know what? Here's the deal. I never, 
I never used, really ever used a spinning reel. You know, I, I, I went from, I, think I went might, from the 404. Zebco. Zep yeah, yep. the Zebco push button to, you know why? I know why. I think that's what we always saw well, uh, uh, our, our bass fishing legends that's fishing. A, that's, that's, that was exactly what I was going to say. See, we had Garcia Mitchells. If you had a Mitchell, yep. which was made in that time in the France. Spinning reels? The yes. spinning the reels? black Mitchells? Yes. They were money. Yes, but sir. Their drag system was awful. I remember I saved money to buy like a 309, and I had that thing forever. My, two, my question to y'all, now I did this a thousand times. How many of you boys just looked up and down your mama's uh, S&H green stamp books and collected them things, and you oh, yeah. could go in there and... Oh my God! My how many reels? How many reels I got from the SNH Green Stamp store? Yep. I was big money <laughs> so, the day so I got me one. That was A and P, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah. A and P. A and P. Oh wow. God! I bought my fishing yeah. gear there. Chris was like, "Where in the hell are you guys talking about?" Yeah. All right, let's go talk to Chan. We got to. This is. This should be good. Good morning, Chan. Hey guys, y'all got me wanting to go in a hundred different directions now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> we definitely I, I are. Started, I started off with a Zebco 202. Uh-huh. Yep. Gradu- graduated to a 404, which sounded like a corn grinder. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that they did. Yes. It was oh, great. man. Yeah. No drag. And no none. drag. Yeah. No. No. And then I, then I had got a drag, a, uh, stripped the gears. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then I got a Mitchell 300 spinner, spin, spinning yeah. reel. Yeah. Like there you go. And best reel, best spinning reel made for 50 years, probably. And uh, matter of fact, my best friend still got one of his. Then I was the first one. You know how you always got three or four friends that you always fish with when you were a kid? Yep. Yeah. And none of us, I mean, we'd all graduated to Zepco 33s, which was the best reel at the time. And I saved up $22 to buy an Abu Garcia 5000D bait caster and the reason it was the D is a direct drive. You actually had to let go of the handle for for the drag to go out. Yep. It was the one just before the fifty five hundred. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was twenty two dollars and I'd worked my ass off feeding horses to save up twenty two dollars. <laughs> yes, yes you yeah. did. Rolling grass, something. Yep. Those oh, were yeah. cheap in those uh, days, man. That was a lot of money. Yep. Yeah. Yes. My stomach my stomach was hurting when I when I bought it because none of us knew how to use it. Uh you know, we had uh we had seen, you know, other guys, older guys that had spent um, bait casters, but I get out in the yard with that thing, start trying to use it, you know, naturally first cast a big bird's nest. Mm-hmm. I got, I got to cut it all out. I even try, I even tried go swinging forward and pushing the button as I was going forward, you know, and and finally I said, well, maybe I ought to read the book, and uh, so I got the instructions and uh, and figured out how to use it. But the other guy mentioned Lou's speed stick. Lou's Lou Childry was made. Uh, Lou Childry was in Foley, Alabama, just north of Gulf Shores. Right. That's where that's where Lou's was founded. And uh, Lou unfortunately flew his airplane into a, a set of pine trees after he started making a lot of money selling those rods. But if you had a Lou Childry speed stick with that black pistol grip handle and a, and a bait caster, mm-hmm. man, you were. But You're a big uh, shot. So about, yeah. yeah. Talk about losing rods offshore. I used to offshore fish, you know, two or three times a week. And I would always tell people, you know, because if you get on a big fish, you got to get your other stuff out of the way. But I would always tell them, do not leave a live bait in the water Mm -mm. unless it's in a rod holder. 
and I can't tell you how many rods over the years. I bet it's been at least six, or some idiot that was on the boat with us would lay the rod down and leave the bait in the water. And over there, you know, if you're if you're hooked up to like one of those gas rigs or oil rigs, there's fish everywhere. Yeah, they'll come. They'll come right up to the boat. Oh yeah, they don't it, care. Right? Something will come up and smack. They, it. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't care. You know. And, and, and before we take a break, the, the other thing because Leon Kirk's done this when we're on a bait pod. Yes, and 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 I got a guy on the bow, and I'm telling him, I always say, keep you warm in the water, keep him alive. And I said, but hang on to that rod, yeah, you know, because yeah. you know, just because you're looking out there, that bait is swimming right beside. They'll hammer it right against the boat, demolish it right against the boat. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I lost a brand new rig one time. The guy reeled it up. I didn't know it at the time. He reeled it up, and the bait was literally sitting right next to the motor, and. uh all of a sudden, I hear something. I turn around, and I see my rod disappearing. And he's like, well, I didn't think you'd come get it with it sitting right by the motor. Oh, yeah. They, don't, it, they, don't, they don't care. just want to punch people in the face. But it's all, <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff that can happen offshore that you just don't think about. Yeah. Thanks, Chad. All right, guys. See you. buddy. That's, that's good stuff. 641-1010 if you want to. Hey, if you got a story like that, I love to hear it. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. That's Steely Dan. That's for no, Jeff. No, it is not. It Seriously? most certainly is oh, Deacon no Blues. It <laughs> is. Deacon yes. Blues. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yep. I'm, that's just for Jeff. So if yeah, you're listening it, somewhere. It, it, yeah, I hope he is. Uh, you, you, you hear uh, Lagerman talk a lot about Hagen Coastal Outfitters. And uh, hey, if, if you're in the market like for a kayak, paddleboard, shades, any kind of gear, you got you got to check out some of the local Hagen Coastal Outfitters, it's it's really cool. So, I I, I mean, I kind of like it because I'm, I'm I'm an Ace fan. Yep. Ace hardware fan. I try to shop the mom and pop locals. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. And then and then I can go in there and get my other fix, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty cool. Um, so, I, I had just a cool day yesterday. And it's this kind of a, uh, I would consider it like a once-in-a-lifetime deal you know so a, a few weeks ago um there's a a big concert today and i know a lot of people are going metropolitan park uh john party larry fleet which most people would not know who larry fleet is you guys know who larry fleet is because i introduced you to larry fleet months and months ago correct you remember mm. help me help you help me all right that's where i find god Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know that song. <laughs> yeah, um, Larry Fleet's awesome, but also John Michael Montgomery mm-hmm. is going to be the headliner. There, was he there today? No, John Party's the headliner. Okay, got a little dirt on my boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Letters from Home is one of my favorite um, from John Michael Montgomery. But anyway, so I was asked to see if if I could set something up to take him turkey hunting. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll find I'll find something, you know. I really don't have a place to turkey hunt in Florida, but my good buddy Kent, who I grew up with, one of my best friends in the world, he and I are huge country music fans. And so I called him up. I, I know he's got property. I've hunted there. I've killed plenty of turkeys up there. I try not to bug him. 
But I'm like, hey, listen, I've got John Michael Montgomery coming into town on, you know, this Thursday. And, and again, we talked two weeks ago. And he's like, hell yeah. He goes, so just have him park the bus because he, he has a big farm. Have him park the bus at the farm Thursday and we'll hang out Thursday evening and y'all can hunt Friday. Right. Which was yesterday. Well, <laughs> oh, hell broke loose. I mean, the th- Thursday, <laughs> yeah, of, Thursday down in Daytona, Thursday and Friday morning were done. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was, you know. Frog strangler. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I had talked to his, his driver who – Kind of his caretaker is named Kentucky Mike. Kentucky Mike is a great guy. Great guy. And he With a name I, like Kentucky Mike, yeah, you kind of have to be. Yeah, he's just a great dude, right? Yep. And I was really disappointed, you know, because I, I, I wanted to go hunting with John Michael Montgomery and just talk to him. You know, it's kind of cool meeting people like that, right? Right. So I'm sitting around yesterday afternoon, and, and, and my phone rings, and I notice that it's a, a, a Kentucky number, and I figured that was Kentucky Mike. I was going, what does he call me for? So... I said, hey, buddy, what's going on? And he said, listen, he said, we're at Caddyshack having a beer, just two of us. You want to come down and join us? And I went, shoot. I'll be there uh, I don't even think about yeah, that. I, you know, Carrie's like, who, who was that? And I told her. She's like, well, you, you know, go. And so I went to Caddyshack yesterday, and it was basically um, myself and uh, John Michael Montgomery and we sat there for two hours BSing, and that was cool. Yeah, that yeah, was, and, awesome. and, and dude, I mean, just the, he is us. That's mm-hmm. all I can tell you. Just a good old Kentucky boy that has an awesome voice. And we, t- I mean, we talked everything from politics to kids to wives to life. Um, it was, it, it's what you do in a bar, yeah. right? Oh yeah, you, you know what I mean. And, I and, love and, this and, bar. And, and, but I was sitting there with John Michael Montgomery, you know, and yeah. it, it was it was awesome, and he. He had on a, a camo shirt, camo hat, cap. So he was. Most people wouldn't recognize him. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, unless he just looked like uh, one of the local boys. Yeah, he just looks like a lo- local boy, you know. So, um, just a, a huge thanks to those guys and and uh, Greg who who set all this up today, and and I, and I hope they I hope they have a great concert. I hope that um, the weather doesn't get them, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, it is it is going to be outside. So anyway, just just a. Just, just a cool day, and um, we, we, we've got a few more minutes here, but coming back um, in the 8 o'clock hour, I, I, I'm going to tell you about a trip I did, Carrie and I did, with kind of the mini vacation, yeah. and it was kind of, sure. um, uh, I'm going to say, last minute mm-hmm. deal. I, I, had, I had taken off um, through, in the beginning of the year, I had taken off uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. To go turkey hunting. Go turkey hunting. But you couldn't go. It, it could, but, but yeah, but you couldn't go. <laughs> Change the season. So my my buddy uh, Jody Griffith, from who owns one of the owners of Steenhetchy River Club, he had, he had called me uh, like a week ago. And he's like, man, you and Carrie need to come back over because we, you know, we went over two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they were just, it, it, two years ago, they were just breaking ground on a new marina that they were building also. So, anyway, we went over there Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. But go to our Facebook page. It has some great pictures. And, uh, Looks and, like a lot of fun. And, and, and check, out, check out some of those pictures, and I'll, I'll talk about it. But, but the one that, that, that I, I wanted to tell you, Kirk, if you're looking at those pictures, you see the one picture of nice trout. 
Nice. Oh, trout. yeah. You see the one picture of the docks? Yeah. Okay. That's the inlet. That's the Steenachie River going out into the Gulf. Nice. All right. That's Jody's office. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's that's looks, what he's going to look at every day. It's like a very busy inlet. Yeah. And, 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 and of course, uh, most people who go over there are very familiar with Roy's, which is most probably the most popular restaurant. And that's that's Roy's right there. Right there at the marina. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So perfect. It's um it it it's it, it was it was a special trip. We uh we got we got lucky on weather. When I say lucky, I mean like really lucky. Very favorable. Yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday was five knots out of the south down uh, over there and Wow, you know, uh, and if you the other thing, if you look at those pictures, Kirk, you can see how deep it is. Yeah, it's like two feet at, at the most. You know, uh, just drifted across grass flats, and you know what, Leon, they ain't a boat anywhere. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Yeah, mm, yeah, and, and all, all all we threw was were, were hard baits. We never we never threw hard baits. Never used a live anything. Nothing. Never. Oh. There was no buying bait. There was no nothing. <laughs> no gas. No say, gas. No yeah. bait expense. Nope. Nope. You know, no, no long runs. Oh, no. No, no. I mean, you literally, if you look at that picture of the inlet right there, um, you, you, there is a no-wake zone till about that corner, and then you, you go straight out the inlet right there. You take a right, and you go, I don't know, a mile and a half. And you shut the engine off, and you just drift downwind. It's it's amazing, yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah, you know, and and I, and the funny thing is, and and I was telling Jody this is that I grew up fishing that area mm-hmm. with with my grandparents, and we caught. And now we were we were a little further south than that. We were at Swanee Shores, so you have Steenhatchie, Horseshoe, and then. Swanee River at, at, at Swanee Shores, and where, Swanee Shores is where the Swanee River comes out into the Gulf. Right. But we caught. I mean, I don't ever remember catching reds, ever. You know, all we did was well, all we did was catch trout. 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 That was it. Yeah. You know, and I and I I was being stupid when I said something when we stopped, and I'm like, you know, you catch very many redfish in here, and he looked at me, and goes, "That's what we're fishing for, bro." <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. Listen, wow. when I went there, it was all trout. I never once thought of a redfish. Yeah. Never. Yeah, so, I know when I was over there, and it's been with Jerry Blunt, we went to Horseshoe. Right. This was 20 years ago. Right. And that's all we caught. All we caught were trout. Trout. And I was like, I was like, Bud, or are there any? It was Bud Smith. Uh-huh. He was a state trooper with Florida Highway Patrol. Said, are there any reds here? He goes, oh, those are trash fish. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, there's a few in here. And, and we had to go look for them. Yeah. We caught a couple, but we really had to go look for them. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go more into details, especially about um, the hard baits. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. That's all we did. I mean, how we were simple was that? Oh yeah, a f- okay. uh, popping cork and a three foot a liter and a. Oh, you couldn't use three head. feet if, if you were going to use a popping cork. You'd have to go a foot. Wow, no kidding. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it was it was to the point to where most of the time you had to idle to find enough water to get back on a plane. Wow, you know, because you 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 couldn't shower down on it. It was shallow. It's awesome stuff. Golly. Awesome. All right, don't go anywhere. We got a LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Now it's time for your LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week. You can go to LVHires.com or give them a call 259-2314. And if you own or operate an unbranded convenience store, they can help you with uh, your best purchasing decision. And, you know, through all this uh, fuel stuff that we've been going through, you know, the one thing that I've learned over this whole period of time is that 80 to 90% of gas stations are owned by mom and pops. Yeah. I, you know, I'll, you know, we always think about, you know, gate stations, and, but if you talk about individual stores, right? you know, so this is perfect for LV hires, you know, because they can, they, they can brand you in with, with everybody. Right. So, True. You, you know, so you're getting your best price on fuel. True. Anyway, uh, Captain Kirk, I think you have our gear tip of the week. Today. Yeah. Um, these are gloves by Gill. Um, they sent us a little care package, and I'll bring it in uh, next next Saturday. But um, these are their new gloves. They're going to feature these over at Strike Zone Fishing. Mm-hmm. They're light. And one of the things I really liked about them is they have these great gripping features. So when you flip the glove over to where your hand grip is, it's like it's like dimples. Le- Le- Leon and I have had numerous conversations about gloves. Oh, yeah, I've bought him gloves. He's bought me gloves, and I wear them yeah, all summer yeah. long. I, I, I do too, and it, it's 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 vitally important that you that you wear gloves. I mean, first off, it, just to keep the sun off the top of your hands, it protects your hands, it, it, protect, it protects your hands, and I love the looks of these gloves. This is I can't wait to, to have a pair. Well, they're called Expel, which is the technique that they're using, and they're, they're a plant based fabric treatment for a fully water and stain repellent finish so if you that means if you get water on them if you get blood on them you get oil guts or whatever it comes right off and i really like how light they were i'm a big fan of light gloves i've no, tried I, some I, kayak gloves that, that were good for certain applications again leon got me some gloves i don't know a couple years ago for christmas right. or whatever and, and and we talked about it they're great gloves but they're too heavy yeah right. you know they're just too heavy and, and um uh, that's that's why they're like I, bo- light boxing gloves, actually. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're heavy, and, yeah, and, and, and I don't think yeah. I, I think it's one of those items, Kirk, in the fishing industry that nobody ever really took serious. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, let's build a glove. Right. You know, but there, at some point in time, you got to say, look, we gotta we gotta build a fitted glove. That you know, the other thing is, is that it can be hook proof. You know, it, you can't get a hook in you. Just I, I, I love these. This is going to be cool. Well, the way they're and also the way they're designed, they're highly odor repellent. So that means if you get a lot of that yuck on there because of their repellency with water and stains and, and mm-hmm. you know blood and everything, it doesn't hold that odor. It doesn't. That, they don't stink. A lot of times I've had gloves on that man, you wear them all day long and you get done with them, man, they, they smell awful. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, so and even worse the next day. Oh gosh, I I mean when I'm cleaning my boat. I throw my gloves in the bucket. Oh yeah, you know, With and, a little bleach. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. and then and then hang them up, just so they don't like. Oh my God, the next day. And I like them too. It's a lot like the shirt. Some of the the uh, outdoor shirts we wear fishing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 actually breathe a little bit. These gloves were so light, you could feel that they had that breathability mm-hmm. in the fat fabric. Mm-hmm. So I really liked them. That's cool. There's your LV Hires Ink Gear Tip of the Week. So going back to my. Uh, Steen Hatchie, and, and and if again, if you want to see the pictures, yeah, great pictures. By yeah, the way. Uh, we, uh, we we th- this was so funny because you you guys will love this. So I'm fishing with Jody, and um, 
Kerry and I, it's, I, I, I actually took my own rods because he throws mostly bait casters and, and I, I, you know, Kerry's never thrown a bait caster. So I took my Shimano rod and reels mm-hmm. and he, it, it, interesting. You always want to learn something, you know? And so he breaks out a box of hard baits, you know? And he's like, look, this is, you know, this is what they've been biting on and uh, and they're all basically three and a half inch hard baits. And I'm going, this is it tied on. And it's like, uh, it, we're drifting downwind. You're throwing downwind. You know, each person has their lane. Guy in the back, guy in the front, guy in the middle. And you're just throwing and twitching. And that's, you know, and anyway, we ended up catching eight slot reds. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, Heck of a day. Eight slot reds. How many trout? Eight, uh, up to twenty-four inches. We did not have one fish out of the slot. Every every everything was was big fish, and when we got done, Jody's Jody's apologizing to me, and I'm like, dude, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Uh, seriously, he goes, no, no, because that's that is a really slow day. <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, seriously, I, he mm. he, and I, he was being sincere, and he goes, no, he goes, there's. There's plenty of days when, you know, you're going to catch one every other cast. Or I'm like, holy crap. I go, dude, if, if I had that charter in St. Augustine right now, I'd be a, yeah. I'd be a hero. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just imagine this. Each client, you just hand them a bag, of <clears throat> a bag of hard baits and go, all right, this one's yours, this one's yours, yeah. this one's yours. And when he bites the tail off, you just put a new one on instead of us buying 12 dozen shrimp. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did he uh, did he say anything about the sheep's head, or did you ask him about that? Over so there? that's not his gig. It you know um, we fished. Obviously, you could tell uh, this was a Ranger uh, Cayman mm-hmm. flats boat mm-hmm. that, that that he just purchased used. But um, you know that's not you're not uh, most of those reefs I believe are eight to ten miles offshore. Right. So you know bay boat style something, but this is this is kind of what what he does okay you know and i did talk to him about the sheep's head fishing and he said yeah it's, it's, it's going off this time of year but i can tell you this if it was there was nobody over there doing it wow because there was there was no there was nobody fishing saw some crabbers saw one other carolina skiff um but yeah so the, and, and the cool thing about this is that if if you if you look at steenhatchee river club mm-hmm. and you and, and 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 you pull up the website you see the cabins right there um, literally, you you walk down to the water and get on the boat. I mean, the, the the ramp's right there. They have their own private ramp. So I mean, and and, and they've got those those Carolina skiffs. Yeah. To, to that you can rent. And so, uh, and again, you're you're only going out the inlet dam, not even a, a, a mile. I, that was the one thing that when we were at Horseshoe that always struck me is that it was funny. You're driving down the road. You're coming from Cross City. Mm-hmm. And you pull up to the boat ramp, and there's no incline. That's right. You're on, the 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 ground is almost level with <laughs> right. the Gulf of Mexico. That is a valid going, point. Yeah. I forgot you're about going, that. What is this lake? And you and they're going, no, this is Gulf of Mexico. And you yeah. go, what? Really? And they're like, no tide. And then you go, oh wow, one foot tide. Mm-hmm. If if at best, yeah. And you're going, that's it. And it's like, yeah. I mean, how do you get the boat in the water? That's what I'm thinking. Because over here, you got 45 to oh, yeah. 55 uh, degrees of uh, agree you know, <laughs> of slope know, or more slope. in Palm yeah, Valley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Slope to get the boat in the water. And, you know, at some of these boat ramps, you got eight feet of water. 
And over there, it's and, and it and the tide's ripping, you know. Yeah. Over there, over there, you just yeah. pull up, and it's like that's kind of you going, man. That's kind of weird. Man. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it's and they it's, go, "There's the jetty," and you're going, "Jetty? That pile of rocks going out into the shallow water? That's it." And you don't ever run anywhere fast. I no. Mean, when we were out there, you just kind of ease along. Yeah. You never rip anywhere. At least yeah. That's what no, we did. I mean, and obviously, Jody's fished over there most of his life, so he knows where he's going. But sure. it's really cool. To, to look down as you're running and grass, you see the bottom. It's I mean, beautiful. You know, yo, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It, it's 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 absolutely different world. Yeah, and it, it is. It's 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 a different fishery, and you know, I know that right now for us up in the river, Helion, we've talked about this on the forecast show, Kirk. We've talked about this on this show for. It's it's tough, man. It's I mean, it's you know, if you catch two slots right now up in the river. You're you've had a good day. I'm happy. I'm happy. Exactly. I'm happy. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's that's Ugh. what you're. And 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 literally, um, so we kept one redfish, cool. and 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 we kept three trout. Okay. And we ha- carry has been literally, and I'm not exaggerating. For the last two nights, we've had fish tacos with those trout, and it is unbelievably good. Yeah, that's good. Too. Unbelievably. Now, good. if you're over there staying mm-hmm. at the River Club, yep. With the restaurant being right there, will they cook your catch? For yeah, you? all most most of the restaurants have a sign. You catch it, we cook it. That's good. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. See, that'd be a big hit. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, <laughs> the first night when we got there Monday Monday evening, um, I wanted to go see the new marina, mm-hmm. and um, so Carrie and I drove. And when I came up to it, what I saw two years ago and what I saw this time, I was like, "There's no way. There's this place." Un- unreal. Well, it, we, we get done looking, and there was um, a bar across the street. I said, you know what? Let's go in and have, have a beer. <laughs> At once, I, I, I told Jody the next day that we went in there, and he goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm like, it is a dive-dive bar. Gun and knife bar? Uh, they had a, they, they, yes, they, they had a knife fight, like, Three nights ago, yeah. Oh wow, that's you a know? bar. That is a bar. <laughs> they did love that. And Jody's like, you really didn't take her in there, did you? Sure. And, and, well, the cool thing was they had a back deck, right? You know, and and the back deck was really cool. So so I went in, and, and dude, I'm, when I'm talking, I'm talking. When you walked in there, you couldn't see through the smoke. Oh, it was awful. It was it was great, I, and I love to people watch. Okay, yeah, yeah. and 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 so I'm watching the cook. She, she, her, the, the door to, to the kitchen, we could see, it was right there. Oh, now uh, was she, was she smoking while she was cooking or she, did she just listen, take a break to listen, do it? Listen, this, and, and I'm, I'm going to leave, go nameless on the bar. Okay. This is what happened. The dew drop in. <laughs> no, oh she, she, the she, rooster? she, she, she has a, uh, like a stump just outside of her door. It's got the biggest, tallest drink. <laughs> alcohol drink that you could possibly imagine an ashtray all right full of butts full of butts but here's this is awful and i'm watching it she starts sweeping up the kitchen she's get she gets to the door 
she picks the trash up with her hands. <laughs> with her hands. Nice. And takes it to the no. road and throws it out and comes back and starts cooking again. And I'm like, oh my God, that did not just happen. And Carrie, she, she's like, see, she's like, that's why I never eat at places like this. And I said, oh, welcome to the Tomain Tavern. <laughs> As she's got her oh cigarette and her drink. She God. just picked it up with her hands. Love it. <laughs> Only wow. thing missing never, out is she picked her nose huh? for a second. Never order the special. No. No, and Jody <sighs> even said there's all kinds of diseases in that place. Oh, said, my oh. gosh. It, it, and he oh, laughed. He goes, did you really take her? I'm like, and Carrie's like, isn't he special? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Chip and I used to love, oh, after a charter, going in and drinking at the Rooster. Oh, we yeah. lived in Bayard. Loved that place. Rooster was awesome. All right, we got we got to take a break on that. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call right here on Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Just going to let that play a little bit. <laughs> the solo is so amazing. Amazing. Teenage Marine Construction. Custom builders of docks, boathouses, bulkheads. Hey, they serve Jacksonville, Orange Park, Juleton Creek, St. Augustine, Fruit Cove, Mandarin, Green Coast Springs, all, all over the place. They do um, just amazing work. I, 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 Leon, I know you've seen a lot of stuff that they've done with, the, with some bulkheads and boathouses, retaining walls. Oh, they're great good, guys, good, man. G- good people. 264 7500 or C&HMarine.com. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Top Guns, check it in. This should be good. Speed. What's going on, boys? Morning, Top Gun. Morning, sir. Captain Leon, welcome to the Club Med. Uh, I'm, oh, I've been brought up out of the junior leagues for the day. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Thanks good. for asking. Good. Hey, um, Logs went off to the mountains to see the Soggy Bottom Boys. Is that right? Uh, yes, <laughs> that is correct. I yeah. thought you was a toad. A <laughs> Yeah. What was that group he Definitely. was going to see? I never yeah, heard uh, of them. Adam D or Adam L or something like that. Oh, you act like I was and, listening. Yeah. Going to Clampets. Chicago. And I he mean, was here, here, excited, here, Listen, too. here's the deal, Top Gun. Seriously. You're going to Chicago to see a band that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, if Chris has never heard of it, because I looked <laughs> I right at Chris. I was like, who's he talking about? Chris is like, I'm like I, I, don't I, I don't know. The, the Gila Monsters or something. I don't know. Who? <laughs> 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 and he was excited about it, He was. Too. Yes, yeah. he was. Yeah. yeah. That was kind of funny. Yeah, absolutely. You boys been catching some fish? I had a great week. I, I, Carrie and I went to Steenhatchie. Um, and and it, you know what? I, and I told these guys, and this this is going to sound weird to you, Top Gun, but the one reason that I was excited about going over there and going fishing is because I was excited about fishing again. You know, when wh- what we do is is work. You know, we 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 have fun. Don't get me wrong. We enjoy taking people fishing, but we don't right. we don't hardly ever we you know. We don't hardly ever fish. I mean, I was an assistant golf professional for years, and I never played golf. The only thing I did was work. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And it's the same thing. And 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 you know, I got to go over there and and 
and fish and fish with my wife, which Carrie and I haven't fished together in a, in a long time. That's sad. Yeah. That's, that's really yeah. sad, you know, yeah, and just chill. it was awesome. I mean, yeah. I had a cold bud light, Great. you know, it was, it was, it was fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. That's good. That's good. Well, it hadn't, weather hadn't been great. No. No, it's no. been up I mean, and down. <laughs> the only pretty day was Tuesday. That just happened to be the day we fished. Yeah, I mean, every day almost it's rain. It's I'm awful. sick of the rain. Oh, me too. Yeah. And this hey, is this, this uh, is our dry season top gun, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Lately. they say. Yeah. Yeah. So this little girl goes up to her mother and says, Mommy, how did all these people get here? And her mother says, well, thousands of years ago, God created a man and a woman, Adam and Eve, and they had kids, and then they had kids, and they had kids, and this went on and on. That's how all the people got here. She said, oh, okay. So a few days later, she goes to her daddy. She says, daddy, how did all these people get here? He said, well, thousands of years ago, there was nothing on the earth but apes. And through different generations of those apes, we evolved into people. She says, oh, okay. So she goes back to her mother a couple of days later, and she says, Mommy, remember when I asked you about all the people, and you said about Adam and Eve? And she said, yeah. And she said, well, I asked Daddy that question. And he said, we all came from apes. And her mother looked at her and said, your daddy was talking about his side of the family. Yep, yep, yep. He's back. Yeah, that He's was, back. That was good. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, fantastic. I can see my dad telling he sits that down story. There oh, absolutely. I can ramp. so see my dad. Thinking of that stuff all week long. <laughs> Oh, I guarantee you, uh, he's got, got a little. It was got a pocketbook. It was killing him to call in this morning because oh, he, it was. He, he knew he had a good one. This it was, morning. Well, yeah. yeah. And he's and he said, you know, <laughs> this is great. He called in. He said, "Billy the Kid," because that's what he always says. Yeah. He always calls me that, and he says, uh, "You know, I think you got to fix them boys' headsets." <laughs> I said, "Why?" And he goes, "Well, because last week they didn't think that story was funny." <laughs> <laughs> So, so clearly, the natural conclusion is, oh, there's something wrong with the headset. Yeah, it's, it yeah, has nothing right. to do with 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 what was it? Seagulls going? Eh, eh, I, I've tried to, what, I've tried what, to forget. Was, I don't last know. Week it was uh, my therapist got me past it. it I don't it, know. It was terrible. All right, we got a couple minutes before we need to take a break. Let's go talk to Sandy. Wants to talk turkey hunting. Which we really don't want to talk turkey hunting, Sandy. Just to let you know, because we're we're not happy about it that we're here and everybody's in the woods. Are you in the woods turkey hunting? Yes, I am. Oh, thank you. We really appreciate that, Sandy. <laughs> I know it, but, you know, I'm new to it now. It's really the first spring gobbler season I've really hunted. Yep. So I got in this morning and um, come in about 530 and put a couple of decoys out mm-hmm. and um, walked back to the truck and I, for a few minutes. And I said about 615, I said, you know, it's an hour before sunrise. Yeah. Go ahead and get in. So I walked in with my chair and my shotgun. And guess what flushed out of the trees I was about to sit in? Yeah, the turkeys. I, I, I don't know what it was, but it sounded big. Right. So, um, 
then the owl started hooting, and I used my owl call, and the birds started hollering in a couple of different directions, and I'm getting all excited. And then this fog blows in, and nothing is talking. Oh, yeah, they won't talk in the fog. Yeah, once, and, and, and it's it, it went, a lot of times when they hit the ground, it, that's tough. Uh, and that's, yeah. it, it's, it's hard to sit there and turkey hunt when, when you don't goblin. hear anything. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and boy, I've heard that. I've heard that a lot from people hunting Florida this year. A lot. Locked jaw. Well, just gobbling on the roost, and that's just about it. You know. Yeah. So, I couldn't. What do I you do? Down and the herd went out of the. I mean, right above me. And I'm sitting there going, yeah. "Lord." Yeah. But you know, then they started talking and everything. And I'm getting all excited, but um, note to self, you need a thermocell. Oh gosh! Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't have a thermocell. Oh, well, I got about four of them in the camp. <laughs> he knows right where you left them. I'm telling you right now, I yeah. wouldn't sit with that one. Ain't, yeah. ain't no way. Nah, okay. it's, it's a little rough, but I'm getting them. Okay. You All right, guys. Love Stay hang in there. All right. Yep. Good luck. Yep. So you, 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 you asked Leon, what do you do? Well, it's all according to where you are and how much property you have. You know, uh, because you, you – Run and gun? And, and, and Kirk will attest to this. I mean, there's – I'm going to say on your first setup early in the morning to kill a bird sitting right there is maybe 5% of the time, mm. you know, I mean, because he's either going to be over there or, you know, and now there's times when it happens, he flies down on top of you. It doesn't happen very often, very seldom. You eventually probably, I would say the majority of most turkeys are killed between 830 and 10 o'clock in the morning. They're not killed right at daylight because he's already he's he knows where his hens are and he's going to go with them he's not unless he's by himself which is very seldom you got to move right you got to yeah. get up and move and you got to listen that's yeah, the that's biggest right. thing i've learned yeah. is, is a lot of times just go in the woods and don't say a thing and just listen and when you hear one go just listen to see if he's got a buddy sometimes there'll be one in opposite direction another mile and just figure out which one you want to go to and yep. don't you know, if the sun's already up, you know you can't get but so close because if you get too close to them, you'll get busted. But try to slip in there as close as you can using cover as your guard, you know. Right. Yep. 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 That's good stuff. Hey, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have a special guest, Captain Adam Pop. All right. He is on the Yellowfin team. Okay. For the Florida Skiff Challenge. Okay. And so – we talked about that last week, and it's 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 such a such a cool you know it's it's for captains for clean water. Yep. that's what they raise money for. But where how these guys go? We'll talk to we'll talk to him. They're nothing short of Ironmen. Okay, that's correct. Some of the things I've seen them do watching yeah. their uh, GPS trackers across the Gulf. Yeah, blows my mind. <laughs> exactly. All right. So so when we come back, we'll take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We come back, we'll talk to Captain Adam Pop. And he was on the Yellowfin team for the Florida Skiff Challenge right here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. What a great deal on a pre-owned vehicle. Only one place to go. Claude Nolan Cadillac. And obviously, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, it's the only place to go also. But go in there and, and just... Tell them what you're looking for. And, and, and again, don't don't expect it to be like 
right now. They're not probably not going to have it on a lot. But if you give them a couple, three weeks, they're going to find what you, the, the exact car, the exact price that you want at Claude Dolan Cadillac located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. And just trust me because I've done it like seven times. Just got a, a, a text on our Facebook page. Uh-huh. Um, Raymond Cruz Jr. is up in Eastman, Georgia, and they just shot two nice gobblers this morning. And Eastman? Eastman, Georgia. Well, that's right near me. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's 30 minutes. Wow. Beautiful birds. Two two pretty birds. Yep. Congratulations, buddy. That's well done. That's really yep. cool. So we're still, we're still trying to get in touch with Captain Adam. But anyway, and, and I talked to Chip Wingo, obviously, on the forecast show, and, and I didn't get you into this conversation, Leon, but but you ran a skiff for years. Yep. You know? And when you when you when you look at this this race, it starts Alabama, Florida line. Pensacola. Pensacola. And thirteen hundred miles. Thirteen yeah, thirteen hundred miles. Eighteen foot skiffs. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I mean they, w- they would you do it, Leon? At fifty Hell no. Okay. Would you have done it at 30? Maybe. Okay. I think at I would, 25, I, I, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Once. I, I think I think at 25, 30, I would have yeah. I would have I would have done it. Once. I mean, they yeah. start at 6:30 on April 7th at the Flora Bama Old River Grill in Pensacola. Okay. And they hope by April 8th they get a media stop in Key Largo at the Marriott. Right. And then there's, that's where they turn the corner and they start heading north and they're supposed to finish April 9th sometime in Fernandina Harbor, Fernandina Beach. Right. So we're talking 40 hours. So last year's um, was 44 hours, 4 minutes, 1,300 miles in a skiff. Florida skiff In challenge. the ocean now. This is not, you know, the first time that I heard about this, I, I, I was thinking it's a skiff, literally they, they, they run inshore. You know, I, that somehow, you know, come around the horn or, and, and jump in the intercoastal or something. And, and they don't. They run offshore in April in well, these tiny little skiffs, man. Well, um, the Gulf portion, absolutely. They run a whole very – if everything's right and it doesn't – and it's not right. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I've, I have GPS tracked those boys yeah. live, which is amazing to be able to do that. And they're shooting across the Gulf in six-plus waves. It, yeah. And – once they and they don't back off. No, they're, they're, I mean this is the Iditarod of yeah skiff racing. Yeah, yeah because even um, Scott kept Scott Shake brought it up on Thursday. He said I believe that they have a a boat out there that follows them, and I'm like, no, no, I, they don't. No, they don't. Uh, they're because first off, they're hell. I don't know how many. Miles, I mean, you know, everybody's taking a different yes, path. If you if you look at the the, the lines that they use. Mm-hmm. And and they're all over the place. These guys. Um, yep. I don't know. I, I probably would have done it in, in in the in the younger years, but oh my gosh! And, but but then, just when you look at the trailer, you know, if you you go to captainsforcleanwater.org, it's like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. You know, so you got a five man team. Yeah, you got a five man team. Yeah, that includes includes the two skip operators and three land based support crew. Right. Teams are equipped with extensive safety gear, navigation aids, and pre-plot their own pit stops for fuel, food, repairs, and rest. They're all powered by 70-horsepower motors, and they can only carry up to 22 gallons of fuel at a time. Mm-hmm. That's Boy, that's gutsy. I, my kudos to them. I couldn't do it. I mean, you're talking 
So 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 I kind of did the, the the quick math of forty four hours, fourteen hundred miles. That's that's speed. That, that's averaging twenty nine miles an hour in a, in a little skiff. And I've seen Ooh. the waves, and I've seen oh, the, yeah. the chat that they go through in the Gulf when you have bad weather. And I'm yeah. like, how on earth? Yeah, do they do that? Yeah, I mean they're coming out of the water. They stay out oh, of the yeah. water. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and that's that's next weekend, right, Kurt? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, basically, folks, what we're talking about this is Captains for Clean Water. It's mm-hmm. a grassroots five hundred one C three nonprofit organization that fights to restore and protect our water resources. And it started in twenty sixteen as just a couple fishing guides that had enough of Florida's poor water management practices and decided they were try to do something. And kudos to them. I mean, yeah. What they're trying to do is work to advance science-based solutions, trying to fix the dirty water problems that we've been faced with and we've seen over the last few years. You know, when Jeff filmed that, filmed that show that was the Green Monster about the, right. the, the biodiversity side. of the St. John's River and the fact that, you know, too many fertilizers and herbicides and whatever else, runoff. pesticides run off from cars and whatever's going into the river and just trying to – address the important issue of you know, clean we, water for we, everybody. We, I, I talked to Captain Jody mm-hmm. about that. Carrie and I did uh, when we were fishing on, on Tuesday um, about red tides and, and stuff like that. And he said, you know, he said we don't, we don't get much of it. Um, it, it. The water doesn't get quite as hot there as it does down in southwest Florida. Right. But he also said, he said, look at, look at what you're looking at. He said, there's no houses there's no fertilizer. There's nothing going in the water to poison for, for the for the most part. Right. You know, he said there's no algae bloom or anything like that. So, um, I thought that I thought that was pretty cool. You know, and it's valid if you think that way because down south you got a lot more houses, got a lot more everything else in that part of the Gulf down there in South Florida where that you're talking about. Where you yeah, get those and, red and, tides. and and I mean the water temperature gets ninety. That's right. You know, I mean it's it gets like like crazy hot. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was just another. They've got. Um, they got scallop season coming up in in June. I'm gonna be there. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, I, I I I I honestly think I'm gonna try it this year. Have you ever done it, Kurt? You ever been scalloping? Dude, never, never done. Me neither. It. It's the funnest thing. I, in I, the world. I, I, that's what everybody says. It said it's 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 a blast. I've been invited a couple times. I have I just have not gone over there and done it. You know, and I actually have not fished the Gulf a whole heck of a lot either. Really, I've been over there a couple times. Mm-hmm. And now that my son lives over there, you know, we're trying to spend more time over there. We're going to go to Boca Grande first week of May. And uh, Mike Overstreet has, has uh, been so generous uh, with the condo, and we're going to go over there and try to tarpon fish for a couple of days or just fish. Yeah. I like to just go over there and fish because it's so different. That's right. It's like you said, it's, yeah. it's not as, I don't want to say stressful, but it's just a different kind of environment. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go as far. To do what you're w- wanting to do, even though we don't have to go far here, I mean, it's just different. It, and and the reason, the, I think that one of the biggest reasons that is different, Leon, is is tides. Yeah, yeah. you know, we stress about tides. Yes. Well, and we it, struggle with a lot of times. You were talking about it earlier in the last segment, the high volumes of water that we have to experience with the St. Johns, yeah, four to six foot tides. Right. And then you throw the heavy winds we get a lot of times mm-hmm. over there. They don't deal with that at all. Right. I mean, you got one foot of tide moving around. That's mm-hmm. not a lot of volume of water going in and out. No, you know? no, a- absolutely not. And then the cool thing is there's, you know, let's face it, there's there's not as been 
as much pressure over there as there is here. Even when I went to Naples last year and we fished with Kyle. Let, let, me, let me ask you this question. In the backcountry, it's fought a lot let, of pressure. So, so you and I and Larry Minyard, and, and, and Larry showed us the spot called the Tires. Oh, yeah. Years and years and years ago. 20, 20 years ago. 20, 25 okay. years ago. Okay, 25 years ago. Yeah. And, and really, honestly, no, no, one, no one knew that spot. There was three or four of us, me and you and David Ponce and Larry. Yeah. And that was it. How many times do you think this morning somebody's been on that? The tires spot? have been hit. Huh? The tire. <laughs> oh. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what I'm saying. On I mean, a Saturday morning by 8.30, 8.40 in the morning? Yeah, yeah. Holy dick. Yeah. I, yeah. I, bet it's, I, bet, I bet three different boats have been on that spot this morning. You know? I mean, that's just, that's just reality. Of, and, yeah, the word spread. There's, 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 with us, with our fishery here, these fish only stage in so many places. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And and then they leave. It, it, exactly. And look, since we all have trolling motors now, you know it used used to be you chunk the anchor and that's where you sat. Um, and and trolling motors have changed all that because now we're just basically glorified bass fishermen, mm -hmm. and we yeah. can move. And 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 as we I mean as we move, we find these little pieces of hard bottom. And that's where those fish hold. So you you have this in your memory bank of all the years that you fished, but now everybody has that. I mean, there 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 are no secret spots. No, I don't no. care who who you think you are. Not you, in the valley. If you find no. one, huh? If you find one and they see you with a bent rod, guess what? Oh, absolutely. They've made a mental note. They're going there next. Yeah, it's just uh, and you see them go by. You just keep if turning they the see head. me, yeah, they all look, and I'm like. Whether Bust, you have busted, a, whether you have a bit rod or not, right? I'm busted. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're you're gonna. I mean, I guess that's my point. When when we came out of Steen Hatchie, it's just a, you know, it's it's an ocean. Wide open you know, spaces. yeah, it's, it's it's the Gulf of Mexico. Right. Okay, it's yeah. not it's not an intercoastal waterway. You can go left, right, straight out, wherever you want to go, and there's you can damn sure get away from the boats. Yeah. Okay, again, I haven't been over there during scallop season, and I, I, most people are scalloping. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know that it's 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 crazy nuts at that time. I, I I get that, but like right now with the fishing being so good over there, and and go over there and there's no pressure, man. I'm I, telling you, you know, scalloping is the funnest okay. thing in the world, especially when you have a child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel so guilty because I never took my kids over there to do that, and they and that was something that they always wanted to go do. But I mean, June, July, and August, man. I mean, you know, when my kids were growing up, I was booked every day, mm -hmm. including Saturdays and Sundays. And I mean, it was just, yeah. it was impossible to take three or four days off. Yeah. I say that it probably was possible, but. Well, we were trying to. Trying to raise a family. Well, we're trying bills. to do that and pay the bills and keep a house over our head. You yep. Know? yep. Yep. All right. Let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Leon Dana. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. We'll be right back. Have you have you seen somebody that had shark fork coating done? Uh, you, have, oh yeah, uh, you have. Yes, you, I you've have. Been a, 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 I have, and they're happy. Steve's got it, it in his garage. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it, smile when they walk yeah, in. Captain Rich Gray had had it done on his back porch. That finish. It, it, yeah, the finish. And he, he oh. talks about his dogs going in and out. And he just couldn't take it, and, and he said this stuff is just like said it's um, so easy to clean. Yeah, it's so easy to clean. So yeah, uh, it's. I was like. Wow, that's really cool. You can just go to sharkforcoatings.com and uh, check out the gallery. It's it's, it's pretty My good. garage is begging me. Pretty yeah, to it do is. It. Do it. 
Yeah, Liz. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, Chris. Do it. All right, so. Chicharrones. (laughs) 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 May have been one of of the top 10 segments that we ever had. Yeah, it was pretty funny. When 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 Eddie called in yeah. and it's like, look, oh, he was mad. He, he was, was so mad. He goes, you guys, you, 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 you gringos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, let me let me teach you look, something. Y'all can't enunciate correctly, <laughs> then don't enunciate at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just keep calling it a pork rind, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For crying out loud, you're ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go talk to Chris. He wants to talk hunting with an air gun. Okay. Huh. <laughs> Got gotcha, you, Chris. Guys. Good morning, buddy. Yeah. Yes, I, I was just wondering if you guys ever uh, covered the topic of, like, uh, pre-charged pneumatics, and they're kind of really making headway, like, you know, in fact, they're just, like, I think Georgia just made it legal to hunt with them, like, this past year or so. So, and I just so I, I just bought this, uh, it's this FX Impact, and it's like, I got it, like, uh, last month, and right. uh, got, got my first turkey uh, Sunday with it. And, Did you really? And, um Yeah. It's and what's really cool about it is they come like completely suppressed and mm-hmm. um, with a moderator on it and um, and it's perfectly. What's cool is it does they don't follow any like firearm NFA laws, right? Right. So it's you, what you can actually NFA laws, fully. National Firearms Act laws. Okay. Yeah, you could you you could actually get them fully automatic, like fully automatic and suppressed, fully mm-hmm. suppressed, correct uh, to your house. And perfect, perfectly legal. But what's, what I like about it, because you know, because I live in Duval County, I can, I can plink in my backyard, and it's nice and it's super quiet. So um, explain the gun it, to me. Is it is it is it a shotgun style? But it's no, it's it's, it's a single uh, shot. I, I sent a message. Um, I sent a message in um your messenger. Okay. Yeah. Outdoor show. So I don't know if you can see picture. Pull that up. This. Yeah, pictures, I, I see it. So it's you're talking a pneumatic air gun, Kevin. That's got like a yeah. like a cylinder underneath the barrel. Correct. Yeah, it's a it's a 580 cc like a paint gun uh, air tank. So it's got an air it's gun cylinder that. under just like that, except it shoots 22 and 25 caliber pellets. And what grain well, is, is that? 30, this is a 30 caliber. Oh, right. 30. And thirty, and it, I'm shooting a forty-four grain uh, FX um, a hybrid slug okay. out of it. And this is what this is to me is what the game changer is because I would never use this for for hunting because you, you, if you were shooting just pellets out of it, you know you can't get really you're not going to get that much kinetic energy, uh, but pounds of energy, kinetic energy out of a pellet after you know that it just drops off so quickly. Mm-hmm. But this thing. I mean, uh, you can, it's deadly at 250 yards on oh a Oh, my coyote. gosh, dude. I'm These not kidding. No not so how do you charge it? It does it? not lose its BC energy. Uh, so you use, like, special, um, uh, like, they're, they're like, high-pressure compressors. Um, they don't cost that much, but so I do two things. Like, um, like a, you can use a, a high-pressure uh, compressor. It's, like, 4,500 PSI compressor. Wait, so you it's not number? like you can't lose your, like, your shop. You can't use your shop compressor, right? And uh, and right. then you you can also do store. You can store um, like I got a um, a scuba like a scuba type tank that holds up to like six thousand psi. So and like that gun when it's charged will shoot like um, uh, like say o- almost three magazines, and it, and each magazine will hold like twenty two rounds. Wow, that's, not, that's no really kidding. good. Yeah, you can. It's huh. really it, it's amazing what they've done with this. Plus, it's like it's. Um, 
uh, it's d- dual regulated. So like you got like you say 150 bars, your first regulator, and then you drop it down to 130 uh, bar, and so you're 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 not putting a lot of like pressure on that on that final regulator. So your shots come out like consistently. Like I got it tuned. You can tune these things to whatever um, um, speed you want. Like I, it's going. Mine is like at um, right now is like at 970 feet per second. Right. And and it's within two feet per second. That's, that's what how, I wanted to know. What was your deviation? That's, that's pretty the deviation. cool. It's freaking amazing. And it did, so this gun. I was just like when I was um, setting it up and uh, 100 yards sub MOA. Mm-hmm. That that's. So we're talking like one inch group or less. Yes, absolutely. Yards. So you're talking about a it's cylinder, three, Kevin, that like a 250 bar has 3,625 psi in it. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. jacked up. Yep. So it's cool. it's pretty cool. I mean, you can do like day after day. It's like I, I mean, shot after shot. It's like uh, pellet on pellet or slug on slug. This I, I don't shoot any pellets out of it, but because I got it tuned right for the slug, and it's just super accurate and it's, and it's money and you got a lot of kinetic energy behind that 30 caliber slug so chris I, I, have, I, I have a question the most important question can you kill yep. water moccasins with it dude you can kill <laughs> pigs with this thing it take his head off <laughs> okay it's probably i'm in fairly quiet i'm too. in oh yes it's now it's, i need a buyer's guide it's it's not cheap oh no i'm not kidding it's it's too grand for this gun but yeah i'll, I'll tell you if you if you're gonna do it you might as well get this because i swear you'll love it that's cool. I, I I don't even have any desire. Not only that, like the the ammo for it, the, your cost for ammo today, you know, for is like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you get it, you get like now I got the the really high end like these FX slugs. They come each individual in a holder. You know, they're not like shoved in a box, but still a hundred rounds for for seven for sixteen bucks. Wow. Yeah. yeah you think about that. Yeah. You think about ammo, that. You can, yeah, you can shoot all day, and it's like it's not a you know it doesn't break your bank. Your, you know yeah. your bank. Mm-hmm. The only thing I've heard that anything negative about them is that they're heavy. Uh, this this thing is no heavier than you know uh, you know if, in a twenty two or twenty. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's not really that heavy. They got there's there's um a lot of uh, machined aluminum on it. So mm-hmm. now my, like I put the Arkin, uh, I got an Arkin on it. I think the Arkin is as much as the gun. <laughs> The yeah. um, the SH four um, for a uh, first uh, first focal first plane. focal plane. It's like yeah, first focal plane, and uh, man, that's a that's a ridiculous scope for for the money. So it's a six to twenty four, and it's a thirty four millimeter two, and it it is 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 an amazing scope. You can it's got a uh, zero stop. You can you can go all the way up to um, you know like. Um, you could turn that turret like three times and go all the way back to zero, and it's dead on. It's a yep. great scope. See, so if you That's got true. if you live in South Florida or you live in here and you got moccasin problems or iguanas, yeah. iguana problems oh, running yeah. around your house, uh, bang, well, uh, monkey problems. Hey, Chris, thanks, buddy. We got to run. <laughs> hey, I got one yeah, more go question. <laughs> monkey. Did you, did you guys ever? Yeah. Did you guys ever? <laughs> you guys ever have a uh, saltwater? Um, <laughs> what do you call it? Salt saltwater quail from the from a redfish. They call it saltwater quail. You ever hear about that? Saltwater what? The throat from the saltwater, like from a redfish. Redfish throat. Oh, redfish yeah, throat. Yeah, redfish throat. Yeah. No. no. What about them? I've, I've never fried them up. I heard they're good, though. I've had, you, I've had snapper throats. It's like, exactly like chicken. It's completely different. The skin's even like chicken. and That's hmm. I, I, crazy. I never even heard of that until this what, past week. Everything tastes like chicken. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, come you on. Fry it? Tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. That's, That's chicken. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Chris. All right. All right, gentlemen. All right. That's a good conversation. Let's go talk to Chuck. It's got a uh, fishing product selection. What's up, Chuck? Listen, they, they, they may taste like chicken, but chicharrones don't taste like chicken. <laughs> no, they taste like pork rinds. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Hey, guys. Hey, enjoy the show. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, just, just, uh, just through life circumstances and different things, just now kind of getting back into fishing uh, mm-hmm. a little bit. You guys were talking earlier about Zebcos, and uh, oh my god, I mean that's that's like what I grew up on. Sure. And now that I'm getting back into fishing, um, I, I was a caretaker for my dad for nine years with dementia and Alzheimer's. That's why things had to god come bless to a you. halt, yep. you know, because they're just, yeah, yeah. Hey, yep. it is what it is. It's a promise I made to my mother. I fulfilled it. And now we're getting on with life, and I'm picking back up things and uh, starting to fish. But it was just amazing how in nine years products have changed. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't say. I, I, yeah. Oh my God! I went in. I went in yesterday. Just, just try. I, I, I take care of my equipment. I take care of everything. I went into, uh, and this is not a plug. I just went into Hagen uh, Outdoor because it's close to the house here mm-hmm. on Mandarin, and uh, just started looking at rods and reels and uh, kayaks and things, just the autopilot, and just. I'm like, my God, you can GPS lock these things now and don't have to have, I mean, just really, my mind was like blown and you guys talking about pneumatics and things, but I went in yesterday and got a uh, full space sniper uh, rod and just, I, just a story went out yesterday and first time with the rod and the reel hooked into the bass of a lifetime. Huh? This is not a happy ending. Oh. I lost her. Oh, about no. three feet, about three feet oh, from the shore. That sucks. Mm. I, I, it, hey, welcome it, back to fishing. It was huge. <laughs> yeah, yep. well, hey, well, nothing that's, changed. Hey, exactly. exactly. <laughs> they still come on. But, but yeah, I mean, I was just just sitting there thinking the amount of money I put into that rod and reel. I could have bought probably thirty or forty Zebcos. A lot of chicharrones, you know. <laughs> a lot of chicharrones and stuff, but just. Just Something how to go with them. things have changed, tungsten weights, and just, you know, it was just crazy. It was mind-boggling. Listen, and, and, and here's the it, other thing. I, the guy that's in the market for a boat right now, the yeah, I mean, selection it's, it's, it's is like, unlimited. It, it, my gosh. Yep. It's, it's my, I mean, yeah. just, just to, okay, so you buy the boat, then you got to buy the electronics, then you got to buy, I mean, it's it's like, holy cow. It's like, it's it, you're right. It, it's it's no longer like a boat motor, trailer, and a rod and reel. That's just not no. That's not how it works no. anymore. And they trick them all out. Oh, absolutely they do. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah. wants them tricked oh, out. Oh, you've got to have a trolling motor. Yep. You know? you, you got to have a GPS. you got to have a power pole. you got to have a power you know? pole. you got to have a power pole. VHF though, radio. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Just, I always laugh when people go, how much does it cost? And I tell them, and they go, wow. And I go, look, this stuff ain't cheap. Yeah, that's right. It ain't free. It ain't free. Yeah. Now, now. Now we're at four and five dollars a gallon, you know. Oh, uh, it's yeah, great. Yeah, that's but, just that's just beautiful. But, uh, hey, it's just glad to be back and out on the water yeah. and creating stories. I'm getting my granddaughter into fishing. You know, she's three, and just to see her eyes light up and you know when they reel in a little brim or a bluegill. That's so right. It's just fun, man, and it's oh, just yeah. glad to be back. Glad to be in the outdoors, and I appreciate the show. I learned from you guys. 
I'm a 53-year-old dude getting back into it, and it's almost like your eyes are like, you know, it's opening day, and you're just shocked because it's just <laughs> everything changes, man. But, hey, love the show. Thanks, and, Chuck. And uh, just get a lot of knowledge and appreciate you guys. Welcome back. back. Thank you, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome Thank back. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. And, and, and it's a much better story that he lost the fish than he caught it. Hey, that's what keeps you coming back, that's right. man. Exactly, yep. exactly. 641-1010, don't go anywhere. we got a ring power tip of the week coming up right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, and this is a classic ring power tip. I, I, I love this. Uh, good morning, Jeff. Morning, boys. Hey, <laughs> hey, well, sir. It's kind of it's kind of fitting that uh, that this week's ring power cat tip of the week is Uh-oh. Uh-oh. it has to do with first aid. Uh huh. And and the reason why is because I might need a little bit of uh, that medicine out of that first aid Ooh. kit. Oh, okay. Hangover from last night. Hangover helper. Kiss the Blarney Stone. Did we? Uh, yeah, I might have did a little bit of that, but then also had a, had a little minor injury this Ooh. week. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I'm going to share that with you guys. But first and foremost, uh, folks, uh, Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry. So uh, if you're looking to improve your job site, contact ringpower.com to learn more. All right, Kirk, tell us about your kid. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we've had a little downtime lately, and, and I was sitting around at the house the other day, and I, I get into that mood where I'm like, okay, I need to go out to the boat. I started tearing the boat apart. Mm-hmm. And as I did, I, I saw my, I call it triage first aid kit, and I pulled it out, and I said, let me check it. So I brought it in the house and laid it on the kitchen table and opened it up, and I was like, dang. You know, some of the Band-Aids were wet. The hatch or the lid of the first aid kit had leaked a little bit. And, you know, you don't want to have a first aid kit with mildew in it. That's nasty. Yeah, that's right. So I said, you know what? I looked at my wife and said, I'm going to the store. So yeah. <laughs> Went up to uh, Academy Sports and bought a Clearview Plano tackle box. Basically, it's a big tackle box. Yep. And it's got these little, you can see the rubber bands on the one side here where it actually has two um, small, basically just tackle tackle boxes that right. we use in the boat. And they're bungeed to the outside of this Plano box, which I thought, that is way cool. Because if I need something specific, for doing a specific type of wound or just a small cut or whatever, I can just pull that one box out instead of taking the whole first aid box through, out. Right. right. So I tore the whole thing apart, Jeff. I mean, I, re- I redid it all. Um, so I, I, I see uh, Bear, Aleve, um, Bear I guess, Aspirin. I guess the Bear Aspirin, I guess. The, That's for the, heart attacks. Okay. Somebody's having a chest pain so, or something. Yeah, I could use the Bear right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Pass the, Bear on over. The, 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 the top right. You have pills or those motion, the, the pink pills. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's a so, motion so pill. Let, and let then me you ask got... you this because the one thing that that happens, Jeff, on when you're fishing ocean, especially that uh, you you have jellyfish stings. Yep. Because yep. jellyfish tentacles will literally the, the really nasty ones mm-hmm. will break get, off. Well, they'll get on your reel, yeah. you oh, know, and yep. and when people are reeling. Oh. It, it it splashes and it gets on their hands and their wrists. Right. Wrist. It's awful. I mean, yeah. it's it's terrible. So, do you have anything in there for that? Oh yeah. What's that? Uh, you've got uh, sting neutralizer. Oh. So you've got a cream. Hey, I got a question on the on the sting neutralizer because we had talked in the past about how 
certain bug bites or bites, or, or uh, if you have like a protein neutralizer, which essentially, from what I've heard, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you carry meat tenderizer with you, that that can help negate some of the pain from stings and bug bites. Is that true? I guess it is. I would think it is. The one thing that I've learned or, or is about... That, or is that the old Farmer's Almanac myth? It, 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 uh, yeah, it exactly. very will be true. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't do know that. that hot water is the best remedy Correct. for stings. Yep. So if you get jellyfish, on it, right? if you get a stingray... <laughs> I don't know who your friends are. As hot as you can get it. I mean, a lot of well, times your outboard I, I, motor. I have somebody to, to pee on my. Well, you know, I, the best place things, is the outboard. I'll pee on my own. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Jeff. That's lovely. That's a lovely I thought. I couldn't wait for his response. That's a lovely oh, thought. Oh, yes. The best thing to do is just get a cup and go back to the outboard the motor. Oh. And no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for Jeff, you're going to need a big cup. <laughs> Uh, but no comment. No comment. Yeah. But the best thing is chicharrones. <laughs> best thing to do is get your chicharrones in a natty light. But no, go back to the outboard where it's peeing hot water out of the outtake, mm-hmm. and that water's very warm, mm-hmm. yep. and that's a good place to go to. Um, this first aid kit's got methylate in there. I've got uh, some of the uh, instant wound sealer, which is a stop bleeding thing. The quick powder. clot. Uh, a quick clot. And then you've got, uh, Leon and I were just talking about it, the uh, quick clot, which is the combat gauze right. that Lightsaber. we've talked about before uh, when I took and the – God uh, forbid you that ever have to use Yeah, that. no kidding. No, you don't want to, but it's like with the – you know, it's like when I had the operation on my hand a couple weeks ago, I saw what they wrapped it with, and I thought, well, they use gauze, and then they use an ace bandage over the top of that, and they use compression bandage on top of the mm-hmm. wound. A lot of times you knew, and Leon and I were just talking about that, when I took the Marine safety class over at the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, and I, I was doing it with a lot, you know, Brian Walker and a lot of the boys and us, we went over there and took that class with Robert Holmquist and, and his staff. They showed us about a tourniquet. Mm-hmm. Trey pulled out a tourniquet and showed us how to use it, and, and Leon said he's got one in his. Yep. I'm going to get one. I they're mean, small, they're compact, Jeff, they're so simple to use now. Well, Jeff, you say it. You don't want to have to use it, right? But gosh, no. if you if you need it, wow! Isn't it great that you have it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, so, so, so the the kit that you have, I think, is genius, and and I love the fact that uh, that you got it kind of broken up into different things, and then that way you can kind of see everything that you got. I think one of the things that you know, can be a pain in the butt sometimes is that if you have one big kind of medical box, and then you're trying to find yeah. something, you're digging. You yeah. know, and throwing thing so around, everything around. Yeah, to have to, to not even open. I mean, it's, I like the way, and I think the best tip that you've given, besides, you know, putting and keeping one together in your boat so you can have access to it, but it's also about how you have it broken up into the individual fishing kind of compartments to where you can see everything. So you're not trying to dig through a box to find something, you can visually see see it exactly yeah and the other thing is what i did is i took ziploc bags for some of the stuff and i took them out of the packages the boxes and put them in ziploc bags and sealed them so no moisture right. can get into them yeah. right all right there's your right, good good tip ring ring power tip of the week yes sir so what uh what what, what kind of injury did, did you have there jeff did you trip all right uh I, i'm kind of curious to see if you guys have ever experienced this so anyway oh 
a week ago or so, oh dear. I uh, went to pull the bow out to shoot it. You know, this year I want to try to get a turkey with a bow. Mm-hmm. So, so I pull it out of the case, and I haven't shot it in a couple of years, you know. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you guys, because, you know, I have my shoulder issues and shoulder surgeries and haven't really picked it back up sure. since then. So I, I take it out of the case, and, and the, uh, the plastic slide is broken that keeps the strings away from center. Mm-hmm. And so I took it, took it to Rick at Strike Zone, and, and he, you know, fixed it up. And thank, thank goodness for Rick. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't have known what to do. He got it fixed up in no time. So I'm, I'm practicing my bow shooting, and and obviously, if you want to do it for turkey season, you it's not like you're standing and shooting your bow. You want to practice like you're going to execute it maybe in the field, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you turkey hunt? Well, I was going to sit on like a slightly elevated chair. That's my plan. So I want to practice shooting the bow from a seat. Mm-hmm. So I'm practicing, you know, and <clears throat> and it's amazing if you don't shoot your bow and then you pick it up and for, for the first time in a couple of years, how hard it is to pull the bow for the very first time. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I'm sitting and I, I got my target set up at about 20 yards and I draw the bow back and I settle in and I release it. And when I released it, I got Hit the sharpest, leg. most painful pain in my knee. <laughs> And I was oh, like, oh, my God, what was that? You and bows, man. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, sticking yourself with arrows. Yeah, exactly. Dang, oh, my man. gosh. Maybe you should just put them away. Yeah, this wasn't as bad as, no. the, uh, as the arrow going in the leg. But, but what had happened was <laughs> when, I, when I pulled the bow back, okay, the, the bottom cam is just barely off of my knee and so when i release the bow or release the arrow the bow flexes out yes so that cam slams outwards the bow expands now and it slams down into my knee and it hits my knee and i'm wearing pants now it hits my knee breaks the skin and it hits the very bottom of my femur in that knee joint Ouch. And like you want to talk bolt. about Yes. Lit you up? I mean, holy cow. Said a few choice words, swearing, rolling around in the dirt. I bet you won't Not do that Jeff. again. Yeah. Not Jeff. No. no way. And it's, uh, I mean, when you get hit in a bone, it it's like fun. taking a hammer yeah. and yeah. hitting you in That's your about finger. right. Because when a bow expands, I don't know what kind of force that is guys i mean maybe you guys could figure it out or maybe the bow you know mm-hmm. could, could tell you that based on the draw or you mm-hmm. know 60 pound bow does that mean does that mean 30 pounds is going each way at a very fast pace i mean i don't know well just think of it this way all the energy is being directed through that limb that's right okay so it's all coming straight through there and it's all directed so you took the full blunt blunt force of that yep. to one little spot yep oh my god power of the shorts Power of the Schwartz. <laughs> I'll send you guys a. Uh, I'll, Sorry, I, I, and I'll send you guys a, a text with a picture of my. Uh, okay. of, my, of, of your self inflection. Yeah. It was. I don't it was see not that. Good. Well, you know what Sandy Paris just posted on our Facebook page. He said, "Jeff, you need to suck it up and get a crossbow." <laughs> you know what? It's, I'm, I'm I'm glad you actually brought that up because 
while I was at Strike Zone, I actually talked to Rick about that. Oh, they're great, and, man. And I'm getting one. I actually, uh, the Raven, the Raven is coming out. Raven's yep. awesome. Ro- Roger's got one, Jeff, and it's it's amazing. I have a PSE, and it is it it's called Fang. It is money, mm-hmm. Jeff. Yeah, it's cheating though. But when your when your arm hurts oh. or your hand hurts, oh, or, I'm the ultimate cheater. I, <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, man. You know, you get to a certain age, yeah. stuff starts just I'm giving you a fit. Far. It just I'll, doesn't work. As I'm just, telling I you, man. I just love that vertical bow so much. I do, too. Uh, I mean, I love but, mine, but I tell you what, sometimes. I, love, I like the vertical bow, too. I know. But, but I can tell you this. When you can pick up a crossbow, and this new Raven 10X, I guess, that's supposed to be out in June, yep. and and you get it out of the box, and this thing has a scope, okay, and the uh-huh. scope has a crosshair, and then it has subsequent crosshairs that will take you all the way out to 100 yards. Mm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. It's, 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 they're, they're, they're amazing. That. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, bro. We, we got to take a break. You going to hang on or are you going away? I'll hang on. Yeah, okay. I'll hang on. All right. All right. 641 1010, if you want to give us a call right there on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, we'll be right back. Hey Jeff. Yes, sir. All right, so I uh, I got I got a uh, a text from our buddy Chad at Whalen Bay, and he, uh-huh. and, he, and he got your new boat in. Oh, he did. Yeah, what, what's yeah, my new boat? yeah. So he he said, "Let's just seriously." So we just got a new contender that they've been waiting for for two years. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's a it's the new thirty five with twin Yamaha four twenty five XTO engines. Mm. Oh man, that thing right there! Yeah, and then and, and, the, and they also they just got this in too, uh, just this week. A new Cape Horn thirty four with twin four fifty Mercury racing engines. He said both boats are black. He said they're absolutely beautiful, and he said so you can pick out your own custom electronic package uh, if anybody's interested. Oh my gosh, the pictures that he sent. That, well, the good thing is, is that if Bill Dance comes back in the town and we go offshore, we're good to go. We got Mercury going back. <laughs> Man, now we're now we're dealing, buddy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Just put a trolling motor on those things. Oh, oh buddy, That's... I'm gonna tell you now. That ain't no joke. So, so uh, you guys, I'm in Chicago right now. That's uh-huh. why why I'm not there. And. Uh, Pretty cool little thing you guys doing. We love we love live music. I think that's one thing that, uh, and I know Chris is a freak for it, and Indeed. so am I. And uh, we're we're actually seeing. And I've I've been to Chicago before, but I've never really been to Chicago to hang out. And of course, Tara, my wife, she she lived up here for a while, and uh, so she's still got a lot of friends up here. So we came up uh, with uh, her sister and brother in law, and uh, they actually got us tickets to this concert tonight at the uh, at the Chicago Theater for the a group called the Avett Brothers, which uh, kind of like a little country bluegrass, kind of a little tinge to it. So uh, looking forward to that. So looking forward to that. And uh, Chicago's a, it's a different city now. Ooh, oh, buddy. yeah. Yeah, I've been it's there twice. City, it is definitely good, different. It's, yeah, it's, it's good to be. I mean, it's one of the big cities, you know, it's like New York and all that place. And I'm a big fan of visiting the city, but I don't want to live there. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I can, Jeff, I can tell you that. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to send out a huge thanks to our buddy Greg Adams. Um, you know, I was supposed to, and I told the story earlier, but I want to tell you real quick. And I was supposed to take John Michael Montgomery turkey hunting on Thursday afternoon and Friday morning, and weather didn't work out at all. Um, 
so we canceled, was disappointed, but got a call uh, yesterday afternoon from his driver, who is known as Kentucky Mike, great dude, and he's like, hey, he said, uh, John and I are at the bar at Caddyshack, come join us. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, I went and spent two hours with those guys sitting at the bar telling hunting and fishing stories and um, and and you know to sit down with one of your favorite country singers John Michael Montgomery for two hours over a beer is pretty damn cool bro we had we had uh, a we had a great time yeah a little bit of a little bit of a country music kind of a flavor for the week because uh, uh, earlier this week I got a uh, text from Logan Cook and you know everybody knows he's the Jaguars punter mm-hmm and good dude, you know, he's a, he's a Mossy Oak guy, you know, born and raised in Mississippi and, and, uh, avid hunter. And, uh, he texts me and he says, Hey man, he says, uh, I got a buddy of mine here and, uh, his name is, uh, Gary Stanton and Gary Stanton is, uh, one of the founding members of a band called Muscadine Bloodline. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if you haven't heard of it, check it out. Spotify or whatever. I, I, I've heard of that band. Really good music, right? Yeah. I don't know I that I listen to music, but I've certainly, I, I, I think, I, th- I thought they played at Rhythm and Ribs um, this this exactly. year. But anyway, go ahead. It's a great name. I mean, Muscadine Bloodline. I mean, yeah. that's just cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, Logan texts me and says, hey, you know, we're, we're struggling. We're getting beat up. You know, I guess they're try- Gary's trying to do is slam, which, you know, I've done that a couple times and it's cool to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the hardest part of a, of a slam for turkeys is the Osceola, right? Just because it's, there's not as much ground and there's not as much places to be able to have access to be able to get an Osceola. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going to try to get Logan on so he, he can uh, describe this story a lot better, but I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes version. So anyway, he texts me and says, Hey, we're looking for a Osceola. I got my buddy in Gary uh, Stanton from Muscadine bloodline. Do you have any leads? And so I called Parker and, uh, and Parker was gracious enough to, to allow those two guys to come and kind of fulfill that, that Osceola section of Gary's slam. Cool. And so it was a 12 hour Oh my what? gosh! A twelve-hour hunt, and it was on what day was it? Raining in the afternoon? Wednesday. Wednesday. No, that was the windy day. Yeah, it was yeah. Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. 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 It was Thursday, Thursday. Thursday because we were supposed to. Yeah, th- yeah. Thursday. Yeah. Exactly Thursday. So, so they hunted twelve hours on Thursday. What? And they and they finally got it. No kidding. <laughs> That's yeah. man, I'll tell you what, you know, if you if you only hunting. got a day or two to, to kill an Osceola, you're not gonna leave, I guess. Mm. No, yeah, you I mean you're gonna do it. But so I mean pretty cool. I mean, you know, you got a couple country music guys who are in town and uh and you know, the connection uh with uh, with our city and all that kind of stuff, you know, and so uh, and we're obviously we're all big fans of country music and mm-hmm. you know, you wanna help a brother out, you know, and all of a sudden he's got uh, he's got a need to get a turkey or whatever, so maybe at some point John Michael Montgomery will come back, Kevin, and and you guys can get together in Turkey. Yeah, I'm, I, cool. I'm 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 sure that's going to happen. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. It, we, we, he was just a it, we hit it off, man. He's he's a good dude, just a good old country boy. He's got a great voice, and um, he loves to hunt and fish, and and he's he's so funny. His his thing right now in his life is spec fishing. 
That's like his favorite thing to do is spike fishing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. You see, I bet you guys had some conversations about that. He was probably sitting there going, okay, in the future, I've met somebody that now has a little pond. Hey, well, here's here's the funny thing is, here, here's the funny thing, because they, you know, he's performing today. And they're going uh, back to Kentucky um, either today or perfect. early tomorrow. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to be at my property. If you just, it, I mean, what, what am I, what am I, Jeff? 45 minutes, 50 minutes from 75? Maybe. You know, yeah. I mean, I told him, I said, just, you know, if you want to, come on, you know. So I don't know that he's going to, but if you want, if you want to go somewhere that you can catch some serious specs, I mean, they're on the beds right now. Oh right. my gosh! Oh, but that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. At your place, I, I don't know if I've ever seen better spec fishing. Yeah. Than that at your place. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. It, it, it really. All is. right. So I got I got a question, a request because Otto, uh, a friend of the Outdoor Show. Mm-hmm. And he was actually, if you looked at our Facebook page, Instagram page, he he was the one holding the snake earlier this week, sure, right. wearing the outdoor show hat. And yeah, he heard the the caller that called in and was talking about the air gun. And so Otto is asking, he wants the particulars on this air gun. So if we can, if you guys remember what it is, or if that person can call back in and it's, give it's, you guys. It's, a, it's on our Facebook. It's on our message board. It is. Yes. Okay. Yes. It is. Actually, yeah, Otto's like dying to, to. I think he's like wanting to get one. You okay. Know? Uh, yeah, it's on there. So um, you you can you can get that info to uh, you. You've got Otto's number and stuff. So yeah, it's on there. All right. So b- before yep. before I leave you guys, yep. I got a question, and uh, and Leon, this kind of pertains to you too. I know that typically in the month of March, our average rainfall <laughs> is. You know, in the two to three inch range, is right. that about right? For two point seven is what they said. I okay, remember that. and in the month of March, which uh, just wrapped up because we had April Fool's Day, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people got got fooled on April Fool's Day. Fool's Day. So, how many total inches approximately have we had? Ooh, I know in this the month answer. Of March. I know this answer. I know we had nine something at the beach. Yeah, I would. I would say sixteen inches. The valley had seven that I know of. At how many? Seven. Well, we've had we had seven in one two days. In St. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's, yeah, the month they, of March has has been well over ten inches. I think. Yeah. I would think it was eleven. Yeah. I think I was watching the newscaster right. um, saying it was a, over eleven inches. Yeah, which which is crazy. Which uh, uh, if if folks are planning on fishing, they've got to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Well, no, look no at all question. the rain we got this week, it dirtied the water something fierce for yesterday. I mean, Steve Muller yeah. called me and he said the water looks oh, like, it's, it's, you like got a more, milkshake. You, you got more coming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that, that gun, Jeff, is called an FX Impact M3. <clears throat> All right. Text that to me, Captain Kirk. I'll do it. Yep. Appreciate it. All right, boys. Bye, buddy. Well, I'm going to yep. see ha- you. I'm gonna... Have a great day. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah, y'all have fun, it. Jeff. Yeah, man. Okay, boys. Yep. All right. See you. See you. Keep that knee out of your you know, oh, that bow, bow range. That gumbo, man. Good. <laughs> All right, we we'll got to take a quick twice. break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And uh, when we come back, we'll do another weather, a tides, and Kirk has a cooking tip for you. So don't go anywhere. Be right back. Hey, I appreciate the food. 
there this morning, Leon. Yeah. But uh, the uh, you, you could have gone by Moe's and right got this a home wrecker, right? You know, uh, I, but I just I'm just saying that's that's. <laughs> Hey, I hey, could have had one of those. If I get invited hey. back again, I just might do that. One of those big things that I couldn't finish. Exactly. Exactly. Folks, if you're around St. Augustine, the Mo Southwest Grill is right there. It's it's like right across, almost across from Home Depot off of US 1 South down there. Tell them the outdoor show right. sets you. Just follow we, we the smell of the right. beautiful food. That's right. All right, let's do a weather update. And And by the way, Seriously, folks, look at the radar. Um, if if you're headed to the ramp or whatever, it 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 looks like it's going to get like really ugly. Yeah. But uh, it's always brought to you by the bearded pig. Kirk, you ate there yesterday. You said or this week? Uh, this week, mm-hmm. uh, I think that was on Thursday. We went Thursday? up there and had lunch. So because uh, you weren't fishing. Nope. Yeah, went over there and it was very good. Very good. Rest of the day, northeast winds five to ten. Ooh, that's pretty. Tonight, southeast winds 5 to 10, becoming west after midnight. Slight chance of showers in the evening. Sunday, northwest winds 10 to 15, becoming east in the afternoon 2 to 3. Monday, 5 to 10 out of the east. That's really pretty, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon, just typical uh, southeast sea breeze in the afternoon. Tuesday, south winds 15 to 20, 3 to 5, get you some of that. And then Wednesday, southwest winds 15 to 23 to 5. Yep, we got three more days of rain coming in, oh, you know, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, and Thursday. Yep, that's what it looks like. Boy, that, we don't – We don't need any no, more rain. We do, we no, don't. we don't. Good no, we don't. gosh, man. No, no. We could, uh, and, and, hell, like I said, rainy season, it, it's you – know, I mean, you remember how, how dry it was last year? And, and in May, it started raining, and it didn't stop. Didn't stop. It, it did not stop raining every – Flipping day. Oh, the Suwannee River was at its bank so many times last year. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yep. Looks yep. like it's headed that way again. The tides are brought to you by Angie Subs. Now, folks, you think this is not the normal sub shop that you go into. I mean, they've got salads. They've got – they put a scoop of chicken salad or tuna salad on a salad. They use the high-quality greens. The guy makes homemade brownies, homemade cookies. <laughs> got the wild assortment of potato chips that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, yeah, this just, isn't like your your franchise sub shop. No, okay. it's not a yeah. Subway yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or Larry's. I mean, this is they go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. They really do. So, need to go and check it out right there at the corner of Pimmin and Beach. But the tides today, you've got a high tide that's just occurred at nine forty two a.m. this morning, and a low tide at three fifty one this afternoon. Looks like they're running it around a five point four. And since there's not a whole heck of a lot of wind today, and there was yesterday, and it settled down in the afternoon, I don't think it's going to be any change in the in the level of the tides. Seems like the last couple hours of the fall, but it looks like Kevin's right. I mean, I'm looking at the radar on NOAA, and there's rain already coming into the outside edges of I-10 headed up in the corridor towards 75. So it won't be long till it'll hit here this afternoon. Yep. I don't I don't know about that trip this afternoon, Leon. You texted your customers just did <laughs> yeah i said we're gonna play it hour by hour yeah mm-hmm. just see what happens you know see what goes down yeah so there you have it yes sir I, I'm, I'm i'm with you guys and and, and the, the cool thing is i'm going north i'm going to the property i want to turkey hunt on 
Sunday and Monday, and then, and then it looks Hunt like some it, water birds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it, it, and up there, a ninety percent chance. There's there's a, another really bad front coming through on Tuesday, and we've had some horrific weather, man. Uh, yeah, I took tornadoes and, and stuff that have just been destroying places, man. It's been a it's been a bad year for that. Yeah, I took Tuesday and Wednesday off to go turkey hunting. Looks like that ain't happening. <laughs> Let's see what. What else can I do? Go to the movies? Mm. Oh, boy. Pull out another first aid kit, I guess. I don't know. Was it Eeyore? Oh, well. Oh, well. We'll just sit home and watch the honey jar and hope the bees fly by. My girlfriend would kill me if I stayed home all day. Oh, my gosh. I'd drive her absolutely nuts. Oh, you would. You would drive anybody nuts. Uh, yeah, 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 you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, come to think of it. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no way anybody's booking Leon for more than four hours. No. Yeah, no. no. They're tired of me by yeah, then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's all good, Leon. Absolutely, we're, we're good. I get yeah. it. We booked you for six. We're good. For we're good. No, no, we're good. <laughs> Thanks, Leon. Yeah, we love you. Thank God it's almost 10. Thank God it's almost 10. Uh, is he going to clean our fish, or what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you fished with me before, haven't yeah, you? <laughs> I loved every minute of it. Yes, mm. I have. We had, we had a good trip this year. We did. You and I. We, we, that that was, was fun. Yeah, that was, that was fun. It was, it was it, it, Kirk, we kind of ran all over the place. It was in February when the fishing just was terrible. Right. And, um, and, and, and I was like, Leon, let's, let's go somewhere different let's mm-hmm. go do something different you know let's yeah. get out of here and 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 let and, and at least all right well hang on it's so let's and we go way back up to the tree line in a creek ridiculous into the back past the uh, sticks yeah oh, i mean like ridiculous back there and the tide had just switched and had started coming in so we just basically drifted in and drifted in and we came around the corner and he's like there's been a school of redfish right here and and all of a sudden the whole creek just got up and moved that was like that is so much fun. Oh my gosh! I mean, it was you know what twenty five, thirty fish in that school or something. And 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 again, now you're only talking about six feet wide. Dude, it money. was so. It was that awesome. was the that was the like an hourglass. That was the narrow spot. Yeah, I mean, we were literally getting ready to go. We had called chips and meet us yeah. at PVO for lunch. And, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're and then, oh, and then we came across. <laughs> then an hour and a half later, <laughs> <laughs> we're coming. Yeah, we're we swear. Yeah, to, we swear we're at? going to be there. Yeah, so um, I did. I, I, I we caught a couple of fish. Had them on the half shell that night. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's good, good stuff, man. So, and then it was so funny because I told you I said, Leon, let's not beat these fish up. I just let's catch a couple and 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 then it, literally you and I put our rods away, and you were like, you know what? Let's just let's just go let's and see. Take a look. Yeah, take a look at where they're staging, and we did. And you you had this whole thing. In your brain for the next day, you had great customers, which is a great feeling. Yeah, it's a great a feeling. Plan. You know where fish are, and you we turn around, we get out of there, we leave them alone, and you go back the next day, and nothing. They're gone, or somebody was there. There was a uh, there was another boat <laughs> further back there. I think it was uh, Tom Vautour. I come around, I go. Oh, hi, Tom. Well, you're not going to argue with that. <laughs> no, nope, not going to no, argue with Tom. No, no, absolutely not. Not unless you want to get your head wrenched off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Popping off like a bottle cap. Yep, yep. Yeah, but that's – I mean, as as guides, we, we, we talked about this uh, off the air. That is the – that's the hardest thing is that whenever, whenever you find a school of fish, whether it be in in a creek, in, in, in a ditch or whatever, and you kind of come around that corner and you're, you're looking, you know, you're just you're, – you're looking and, and then you See you look down and you're like – Crowd, yeah, yep. you know, Done. It, and 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 then the whole the whole problem with that, even if they're not on your spot, 
you can't go to your spot. No, because you know you'll show your hand. Exactly. That's right. You don't yep. want to do it. Yeah, so well, right. Yep. Let's go somewhere else. Yep, exactly. That's right. no, there's you, a lot you, of that happens lately. Oh, I, yeah. I've had clients say, they say, I thought we were going right over there. I go, yep, but those people are over there, and I'm not going to show my right. spot. It's funny. I, I had a trip like that earlier in the year this year, and and um, we were we were actually fishing the, the nearshore wrecks. Mm-hmm. And um, – it had a good day, and, I, and I, it was a guy and his daughter. Man, we had we had so much fun, snapper and some yellowmouth trout and stuff. And I had one more spot that I wanted to go to, and um, I was running, and 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 as I was running, I, I for some reason there was a guy that was out, and he, and he was just idling around, you know. And the guy that that I was fishing with, he turned to me and he goes, "Is he near your spot?" And I said, "Yeah, he's he's really he's close. close to it." He goes, "Bro, we've, going. we've had a good day." I said, "Let's go." Let's go. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. He got of, it. He got it. Yeah, he, he, got t- it. he totally got it. You know, yeah. even though you're out in the middle of the ocean, if all of a sudden you shut it down and put your trolling motor down, yeah, you know, right. people put two and two together pretty Dang easy. Daggum right. You know? Daggum right. <laughs> they hit that little funny button on their GPS. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Or they make the little flyby, you know? Oh, Golly. God. I hate that. Oh, God, that drives Kirk God, crazy. I... We had a guy do that one day on this special spot, and Kirk's like, can I help you? <laughs> I know. I turned around and walked him all the way back to the beach. Remember that? I told y'all, y'all keep going. I said, I'll yeah. meet you out there. And he yeah. goes, what are you going to do? I said, I got to go have a conversation. <laughs> he did. I turned around and went. I said, hey, man, you know, are you lost? And he goes, no. I said, I was just wondering. You're following me. I figured you might be lost. I just want to let you know the beach is that way. <laughs> and he said, oh, okay. I said, okay, we'll see you. Bye. And I took off. And he quit following us. He did. He was following you and I. I know he was. I was like, darn, man, uh-uh, yep. this ain't happening. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we got a, we got Kirby Co. cooking Kirby tip. Kirby Co. cooking tip that Captain Kirk has given us, and uh, kind of interesting. It yeah, is. I'll be, I'll be curious great. for you to describe this cooking tip right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Be right back. Welcome back to the Nimbic Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Captain Kevin Thayer, Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Leon Dana. Now it's time for your Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co. builders, industry leader, proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, exterior finishing on both commercial and residential projects. Well, he sounds professional. Well done, Chris. Thank you. I had it all brought up. I was going to do that. Okay, so, so, so Leon, I have to ask you, you're getting ready to put some jam on a piece of toast, is that correct? No, no, no! Oh, oh, Don't well, put it on I, toast. I, but but here, but it, here's, <laughs> it can there be any other flavors besides pork rinds? Um, <laughs> maple, onion, bacon, bacon jam. jam. I I experienced this. <laughs> I was in South Carolina one time, and they had okay. this burger on the menu. Burger. A sirloin burger, you know, mm-hmm. one of these oh. Kobe beef burgers. And I'm My like, mouth is just starting to water and just I'm like, looking at that And jaw. then I noticed they had Mrs. Miller's maple onion bacon jam. And I'm like, wow, no kidding. And I thought, all right, what the heck? I'm going to have it. Okay. It was off the hook. It was that good. So, I mean, so like, no ketchup, no mustard, just, just Mrs. It. Miller's. Maple onion, onion bacon, bacon jam, jam. <laughs> and it is money. And so when we were in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and we went up there in October this year to visit uh, Kate's old homestead, we went into a place that sold apples. They have all these big apple orchards up yeah, there. We, we do that in Indiana. 
I love that. It's Don't awesome. you? It oh is awesome. And then when you go in there, they have all these jams yeah, they and got jellies jams. and vegetables. And, and they actually have um, – the cool thing is they'll, they'll have, like, alcoholic beverages with, with, like, apple cider, hard apple cider that are made from the apples from there sure, and yep. stuff. It's, oh. oh, it's money. <laughs> it's Fresh-squeezed apple cider yeah, oh, from it, fresh it, apples? Yeah, it's, it's it is so good. Money. Yes, absolutely. So we went in there, and we were going to get, a, we were gonna get some groceries. And, you know, they had a big vegetable patch in there. And, and I walked over there, and I saw this. And I was like, money. Uh-huh. I've been looking for that. And I've only seen it once in South Carolina and once up there. And so I bought a jar of it. And then if you go online – millershomemadejams.com click on the link they have a whole product line and they talk about how they the farm was started in ohio amish country and how they learned how to make all these i mean you got pineapple jam black currant jelly black raspberry jam i mean every kind of jam you can think of and they had this and i'm telling you if you're going to make a venison burger or a hamburger and you put this on there dude it just okay. makes it a whole different kind Prepare of thing. Prepare for your tongue to slap the back of your brain. Okay. It is really good. I, and I, I'm a big I'm a big jam guy. And I like all the different varieties. I mean, this this place makes apricot, banana, black raspberry, blackberry, blueberry, cherry, caramelized onion jam, which has got to be money on a burger too. Mm-hmm. Boysenberry, Dutch apple, something called the frog. I don't know what that was. I was like... I ain't getting that one to frog. That mm-hmm. didn't sound appetizing. Fig, gooseberry, loganberry, kiwi, strawberry, guava, grape, mango, orange, peach. I mean, you name it. Yeah. I'm just sitting there, and I'm one of these kind of guys. I'm like, oh, I want one of these, one of these, one of these. So I, I bought a few and gave them to Kate's sisters and and a couple of a couple of uh, people. And, and I bought this one, and, and it's, it's money. Hmm. That's so cool. go to the website, check it out, and get the, you one. The Facebook page. Yeah. Not website. Yeah, go to their no. Go to Miller's Homemade oh, Jams. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah because and they order it on. You can order it online. Their mm-hmm. website's really. They got a really nice website. You know, so anyway, give it a try. Give it a try. So your plans this week to go turkey hunting or like doesn't look good. <sighs> doesn't look good. I'm supposed to meet Kyle up in Fargo after the show and go up there this afternoon. Ain't looking too good. <laughs> it's looking bad today. So I'm just gonna go up there and I'll visit him. You mm-hmm. know, maybe I'll stop and. Uh, did he hunt this morning? He's hunting now. Okay. I haven't heard a word. Yeah, I haven't heard, yep. I, I've only I got um, just a couple texts from one from Captain Chip Wingo, and he sent me a picture of a cow that he called in. <laughs> That's always the worst, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, it is. You know, you, you they are inquisitive creatures. They they, they are. They, they it's 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 amazing. You know, it, when you're sitting there in that full camo, when you got your decoy out there, and you start calling. A cow will come, like inevitably. It's it's stupid. And then and then if they get in there, they'll 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 mess with your decoys. They'll push them around. Oh, yeah, lick them. Yeah, now lick you gotta em. get up, and go. Hey, go away. And well, all the turkeys go away too. I mean, I know. Yeah. there have been times too up in Fargo where I'm sitting there calling. And I hear this, <laughs> and I'm going, oh please, don't. And you can't oh, move. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you look over and you see this big doe's head kind of do the back and forth going. I, I can smell him, but I can't see him. Mm-hmm. And you're going, golly. I, I, I'll never forget the time years ago when I went in hog hunting at Cumberland Island. You know, they have a, 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 a quota hunt or whatever. <coughs> right. And it was so much fun. Got in a tree. I'm sitting there in this little clearing. And it's like 
20 minutes before dark, and, man, I hear them coming. And I'm like, holy. And, and at that time, I was just shooting my, my 30-30 lever action, no scope. You know, wow. you got seven shots. So I'm just, that works for me. I, I'm getting ready to let it happen, and, I, and I, I'm getting this thing pokes out of the out of the palmettos, and it was those damn wild horses. No, no kid. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, That's like, pretty funny. Really? I mean, come on, man. I'm up here trying to kill a pig, and a, and a horse steps out in the middle of a palmetto patch. Hi. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, they always talk about, you know, these beautiful horses. This is the rattiest looking, nasty looking animal I've ever seen, man. Mm-hmm. I should have shot him just to put him out of his misery. <laughs> yeah. But oh my gosh. Yeah, I was all, you know how your heart gets pumping, you know. Oh, yeah. you oh, yeah. all, you get this, this is a big old <laughs> sow. <laughs> this is, is going to be a good one right here. Yeah. No, no. The damn horse. Wild horse at that. Good gosh. So I, I, I get the cow thing. Yeah. Because, I mean, a lot of places that we turkey on, I mean, uh, uh, there's cows on. On, on my lease up at, up at my property. So you do have to avoid the cows. We have bears. You have bears. bears. I'd rather have cows. I would rather have cows. Yeah, you have bears. We have bears. And they come to turkey calls too. Oh, yeah, they will. <laughs> the next show I come into, I'll tell the story of how I uh, mistakenly went into a bullpen before daylight uh, duck hunting over at uh, M&M not, Dairy. Like, like B-U-L-L pen? B-U-L-L pen. That's not good. I went into the wrong uh, duck hole in the dark. And woke up. I mean, it, I'll tell the story next, okay? next time, and yeah. it was a fun yeah. one. The, still, the greatest turkey story is when Jeff and I went and hunted the dairy farm out in Green Coast Springs, and they had an ostrich. Ostrich, and this that was thing the thing was damn, damn. And and it would it would go along the fence line with its follow head over the fence. This? Yeah, and follow you. And I go, Jeff, you get that field. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking this one over here. I'm and I'm in a fight with an ostrich. And and and, and, and like like before light. There, boom, boom, boom. I'm going, oh, God. Yeah. He's shooting that damn ostrich. Done. He is protecting himself from that ostrich. Away, it was somebody else shooting, but I just knew. Jeff, I, I knew Jeff was loading <laughs> slugs into that shotgun. That thing was scary. That I remember that, that thing. That thing was huge, he man. Was scary and and it was, he, that was one mean animal. Do you remember the turkey, They're I mean, the uh, mean. ostrich that yeah. lived at the WW Sporting Clays? Yeah. The what? There was a there was an ostrich out of WW Sporting Club. Okay, Clays, no, I don't remember that. And I got into a fight with that bird by accident, <laughs> folks. Well, I bet that's a story. For the <laughs> oh, that's show. a whole other story. Oh, Bernie boy. Gager was there. Outdoor shows brought oh, to you by some fine sponsors: The Bearded Pig, Ring Power, Claude Nolan Cadillac, Thick Ben Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine. Nimic Family of Dealerships, of course, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Whalen Bay, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Steenhatchie River Club. Boy, just a huge thanks to those guys. Had incredible three days up there. Moe's Southwest Grill. Boy, um, appreciate all of y'all. Appreciate all of our sponsors. Captain Leon Dana, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Captain Kirk Waltz, great job as ever. Mr. Chris Wayne, you're my hero. Folks, remember anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. See you. See ya. See ya. And when I land that big one, I'll have my problem to thank. Cause I'm hooked on hooking up. And there